What is it that gets you up in the morning? Caffeine. Mm, I love it. <laughs> that's, that's a good answer. If I don't get up and work, people don't eat. And I feel that. I feel that every day. And it's not just me. It's, you know, not, not just my kids. not just the kid that I have on the way. It's, it's, it's all that. It's like my tribe, right? Like we don't, we don't eat if I don't work. So I got to get up and I got to get on it and get it done by any physical, metaphysical, physical way possible. Get my ass up in the morning and get to work. <laughs> That's it. Welcome back. Welcome home. Episode 207 of the podcast. We are back. Uh, shout out to the patrons, patreon.com slash you are here podcast. The best way to support us, if you like what we do, you know, throw us a coffee. It's as simple as that. It's cheap as that. It's still the giving season. I've yes, been saying sir. it the past couple of weeks. It still is. It's just started. Yeah. We can still spread a little cheer. That's right. Uh, we're on Twitch, twitch.tv slash you are here podcast. Uh, we're playing games. We're live. We're reacting to videos. We had a couple. It's cool. It's cool. You know what I mean? If you want to talk to us uh, outside of the podcast, uh, we're up on there every Monday or Tuesday uh, in the evening. Mm-hmm. And also, Anytown Actors Lab. Now, anytownactorslab.com. If you are looking to act, if you're trying to learn, if you're somewhere you're stuck, you don't know what to do, get on that website. They got a free consultation. And if you're in Texas area, Dallas, Fort Worth area, they have classes in person. It's our good friend, Adam Louder. He knows what he's doing. He's been doing it for a while. He's super passionate and a great guy. Anytownactorslab.com. Boom. And we're back. We're back. We're back, baby. And we yes, have sir. a guest, a very special guest. We, yes, we do. Now, this man is a father. Uh-huh. A writer. Yes, sir. Actor. Yes, he is. A lot of things. Yes, he we is. Have Adam Simon. Hey. On the podcast. Adam Simon. Welcome to the You Are Here podcast. He's throwing <laughs> the ones boxer. and he's throwing the twos, and ladies boxer. and gentlemen. If you can't see it, come look on YouTube. What's up, Adam? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys doing? Dude, so glad you're here. So glad you're here, man. I got to say, first and foremost, um, you, I've gotten to know you in a couple weeks, man. Just, just briefly, you know, a couple phone calls and really cool messages and exchanges. And it says a lot about your character, man, what I've noticed so far. And I'm, I'm big on character. Like the person you are, you, you give a lot of time and a lot of, uh, you're, yeah, just just focus and time to people like myself that you have no idea who the hell I am. You never met me before, but you were willing to give me some time to hear me out. And uh, it's, I just have a lot of respect for you. And, I, and it says a lot about the character, the kind of person you are. And it's crazy. I was a fan of yours before I knew you. You knew me. And your story touched me. So I, I want to get into all that. But first, I wanted to say thank you for your time, dog. Thank you for speaking with us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your time, man. And thank you for uh, listening to me vent. Yeah, man. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> I have like full disclosure, like me talking to you was more like, you know, you opened a door and, and really like it was on a day where, and how are we on this? Like, can I just like, you go anywhere, buddy, do whatever, anywhere. Explicatives that I need. Yes. To, oh, yes. So, yeah. I was just like, fuck this town. So I, <laughs> <laughs> you caught me on a day. I was literally pulling into a Whole Foods and and was just like, 
man, I hate this place. And you had hit me up and were like, hey, man, you know, whenever you want to talk or whatever. And I'm like, I want to talk right now. Mm. Hey, let me tell you what I hate about Hollywood. And you were just like, what is, like, I just imagined you just sitting there just saying, what is this? What is going on? No, man, it was great. Thank you for your time and allowing me to, like, vent. For sure. For (laughs) sure. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, like, you've been doing what you've been doing and I, I want to get way back and I know mm. you've you probably answered a million questions like this before and I'm trying to make sure it's like not that I know like the rags to riches thing like I don't want to I don't want to go down that path but I do know some things that let you me, spoke let about me know when that riches comes through bro. dude, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's coming if it hasn't yet it's coming you know when that rolls through no I feel you but but come. but uh but no man like your story is really interesting dude and like this the story that I where we cross paths, I guess, in life, man, selfishly, is like I went to a theater and I watched a movie called Man Down. Came out in 2016, and wow. me saw that in the theater, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. Me and my wife went. I, I'm, you know, I was, I'm big on Shia and like his acting really influenced me growing up. And I started back in 2010, and um, he was he was a big influence. I was I was kind of moved by his work always. And so when he made that when you when you guys made that movie, I was like, I gotta see this. And we're going to the theater, and we did. And I'm, you know, being real, it was like one of the most, no bullshit, not blowing smoke. I had a whole meltdown, like by the end of it, sobbing, both of us hugging each other in the hallway of the theater. I remember with those nasty rugs, like just, just holding each other, like, fuck, man. Brother, if you don't mind me asking, what theater was this? Oh, I think it was like Clifton Commons or something up in, up in Jersey here. But um, yeah, I just remember hugging each other, like, like consoling each other his story of like this veteran with ptsd and like it just felt like you were watching it happen it felt like we were watching like a real someone intimately like going through the thing and i I hadn't seen something like that before it and uh that's where i was introduced to your writing man and i'm i'm curious to know like like you've spoken about this a lot man you were you know people look at hollywood adam and they say what they say dude my man's in LA and he's fucking writing this movie and it's look at it's on the big screen and the stars are in it and it went to Cannes and it won all this shit and people standing ovations and like what's the reality of the situation that you're in like this thing that you've been living amongst for so long I just wonder how did your heart get into story man like how did it get you to this place yeah I you know man like um my heart that's interesting. It's interesting that you say that because that's that's a word that we we kind of use, you know, with each other. That's a very, very kind of special word that definitely Shy and I use with each other. But it's in reference to the story. But I, man, I had, I, I had like, like so many people, um, had. I was always a storyteller. Like ever since I was a kid, I I'd done drama and writing and stuff. I do, like the first uh, story that I wrote was like the Adventures of Max. It was about this rabbit in space. Oh wow! And it was like in school. And then I I wrote like some other stuff. And I I kept them. My mom's like a crazy uh, journaler, and mm. and uh, she makes like scrapbooks and stuff. And so she like kept everything, yeah. which which now you know being this age is like so cool and so so kind of awesome. Um, but I'd always been a storyteller, but 
how how are you going to pay the bills? No, doing that. And I got I got married really young and had two kids really young and and um, you know it, it, it's that thing of like Christian Bale says it it just was like telling stories or like acting or whatever was just like a, a means to be able to provide like a, like to be able to I just didn't know how to make that thing work right and like. Grow, I'm 45, man. So like growing up, it was like there was no like Google Tarantino script and it comes up and you get to, you know, read whatever Academy Award winning script is out there. Mm-hmm. Like that just wasn't a thing. So I, I had to, you know, read books and and just kind of I, I was just kind of self-taught. I didn't mm-hmm. go to, you know, like a acting school or like a Juilliard or anything. I took classes uh, but that was about it. But I was always like telling stories, man. But like I had to, I had to do other work to pay the bills. You know, everything from, you know, working as a server at a restaurant, doing landscaping jobs. You know, whatever. Being a, I got crazy stories as a Domino's pizza driver. Oh man. Was, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that was a fun point in my life. But like, then I got into like bodyguard work and security, and. I uh, was still writing scripts and writing stories and, um, you know, man down the heart of it came about because I, it hit me right at a point in my life where I was at the height of my PTSD. Things were just kind of unraveling, um, by my own design too, by the way, like, you know, I always tell people, they're like, you know, man, why'd you, you know, why did your you know, marriage fall apart or whatever. And I'm like, you're looking at it, Mm. you know? And, you know, it's easy for somebody to say like, you know, my alcoholism or, or my addiction or, and it kind of puts it off you instead of just saying, no, it's me. And you can cite all these different things. um, And there's a litany, there's a, you know, like a laundry list of things that you can go, well, this is where it comes from. But ultimately, like, you're responsible for your own actions. So, like, my world uh, began to fall apart uh, because I was pulling things out of that sweater. And it it started to unravel um, because I was unraveling it. And, uh, you know, wanting to get help, I just didn't know, you know, how to go about it. And... um, run into art they're running away from something and a lot of people run into acting or writing or painting or whatever that thing is because they don't they think they get to be somebody else Um, but the truth of the matter is you got to find yourself that's right to be the best version of yourself in those artistic areas so i didn't know that so i i was running away from who I was, which was a shitty, terrible person and running into this art to kind of go, okay, I got to get away from me only to discover myself and have to do an about face and like hug the cactus, mm-hmm. <laughs> like but I had to go in and, you know, kind of accept myself and, and overcome some things mm. wow. in there, went through a divorce, ended up, uh, losing my job uh, at the time I was managing an apartment complex in Hollywood 
And um, I was also, you know, up until that point doing bodyguard work and privatized security work. So I was traveling with executives and, and celebrities and stuff like that. It was glorified babysitting for a bunch of entitled um, and then, uh, you know, and I fit right in cause I was an entitled fucker as well. And then, uh, but everything just kind of fell out. Right. So, um, that's when I had to go, okay, this isn't working. Like I'm, I'm waking up and wrapped up in my, you know, ADD and getting triggered by things from the abuse that, I suffered as a kid and acting out in ways. So I gotta, I gotta address that. Mm -hmm. And the first thing to do was to write. And, and I just started writing about it. And it just struck me that while I was out on the, on the street, I stayed at the mission homeless shelter for, for um, a period of about a week. And I was like, okay, this isn't happening. Like there's too much heroin, too much, too much drug use, too much, you know, everything, um, this isn't where I need to be, um, that, you know, then, but in that environment, I kept seeing, I kept coming in contact with veterans and that was shocking to me. Uh, my dad was in the army. My dad's also former law enforcement. He was a, he was a cop 32 years, LA County Sheriff's department. And, you know, it, would just meet these people that were highly intelligent and had, you know, their seemingly their shit together, clean shaven, you know, and sometimes not right. But like, sometimes these guys really look like they had their shit together. This kind of, um, thing, uh, sorry about that. This kind of thing where I was at like this, this kind of, it started as like a working on my own shit. But then I decided to turn the light onto them. Um, and so it was still a way for me to address what I was going through and what was hitting me as far as my, my own failings as a human being and, and uh, you know, the PTSD and what was triggering that. But then instead of j just being here, I was like, oh, look at, look at this. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is crazy. We have people who took lives for our country that are living on the street. That's crazy. That's nuts to me. So I wanted to look at that. And, and that's where the, the heart of it came from. Me, me and this um, vet got into a physical, you know, we got into an altercation in an alleyway in um, Santa Monica. And that, that also kind of fed into the story. And it was, it was just kind of that. So that's, that's kind of a lot. Sorry for the big long answer yeah, yeah. rambling on forever, but that's, that's where it came from. That's, that's where it started. Right on. So it's like, I had no idea it was going to freaking yeah. go where it went. How could you, right? How could yeah. you? Yeah, I was just, I, I just wrote it. And then I started workshopping it at the acting school, uh, that, that I was at the acting school. I don't even know what to call it, man. It's a, <laughs> You know, it was the Joanne Baron D.W. Brown uh, studio in, uh, it was a Meisner studio in Santa Monica. Yeah. So we were, you know, um, I started workshopping scenes with actors mm -hmm. and 
just saying like, does this feel right? Does this sound right? And just running through scenes and speaking it out loud and, and seeing what felt right. And then talking to veterans, you know, meeting with a ton of people in the, in the veteran community, going to the VA hospital, talking to guys, just making sure that stuff was legit. And, um, and yeah, and even, even, you know, like the affair, right. That takes place in the movie. Um, you know, the critics were like saying like that was like a plot device, but it's not, it's a serious issue. It's a serious problem. Like within the military, same thing happens in law enforcement it happens with first responders, yeah. um, where there's a lot of infidelity, um, because you know, these guys leave, uh, they're, they're alone on base. Uh, there's not a lot of people that understand that, that world that they live in. Um, Army had a whole uh, group that was created to deal with the problem of infidelity within the ranks wow. because it was affecting people. I even had, I, we screened, when we screened man down at one of the military bases, I, you know, somebody, you know, raised their hand and they were like, you know, I, I don't like, you know, that whole aspect of the movie. It seems like, it, you know, it was contrived. And I was like, well, it may, may have gotten through the directing and the editing and everything that way. It may have come out that way. Right. But how many of you guys have been jodied? Right. And, you know, and then hands started to come up. And I said, so if it's not a problem, why do you guys have a word for it? Mm. You know, mm. and they were like, uh, yeah, you got us. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. so, you know, it exists. So, yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, it wasn't something I just threw into the story. Wow. Um, you know, I've, I've been cheated on in relationships. I've cheated in relationships, you know? And so it's like, let's just, let's just talk about it. Let's just not pretend like it doesn't exist. And like, we're not all capable of, of, you know, doing that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. No, sorry that was so long. Then don't no. say sorry, yeah. please. There's no sorry. The back of my head is going like, you know, like it's playing that music that no, they play. No, <laughs> dude, no, I'm not here to talk. Man. You can't see it; it's a little blown out. It's called the "You Are Here" podcast. So whatever's present, we let it. We let it run. It does no, no, no cutoff. No like hook at the end of the fucking curtain pulling you in. Uh, what is that on the wall? What is so all that? I, you can't see it. Yeah, it's a little blown the out. Webcam the, we got is a little blown out. For you guys. But you'll see it on the YouTube page. It's uh, it just says "You Are Here" podcast in a circle. We got a little neon. Yeah. Then we got some. What's all the artwork? Oh, so uh, tell them, bro. We got a we. I try to make it a little personalized every week, this you know. Is, this is all Mikey's thing. We, we're still in the Christmas season. Yeah. Uh, we Got have a a, on a show. some books that, you know, Dave had me read. We yep. used to do some, like, poems and stuff. Sometimes we pull from there. We got an um, album of the week every yeah. week. Yeah, put up Mikey's. a vinyl every week. Yep. I collect What's a bunch of stuff. That's uh, Jay Dilla's um, uh, Jay Stay Paid. It's like an underground kind of hip-hop uh, album Ooh. I'm really into. And, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we try to keep it personal. Yeah, you're, you're, you're welcoming you into our home. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like the most welcoming. <laughs> <laughs> try to be, man. Well, we're, at my, we're at my home, so yeah. <laughs> we try to keep it We home. are in a home. <laughs> um, yeah, I did want to ask something uh, pertaining to, to the story behind uh, Man Down and everything. Because that, uh, this is one of the questions I had, is, is are most things you write very personal dude i was gonna you, ask him no this. you weren't yes i, I was, was man no 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 <laughs> go ahead bro and just sidetrack because it's really tripping me out yeah, like you are uh the spitting image of my cousin oh man really Whoa. Wait, my cousin 
Zach, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Zach man. Fernandez okay. is the just look him up. So he's the <laughs> artist who changed the Hollywood sign to say Hollyweed. Oh, oh really? Man. Yeah. So that's the, that's my cousin. Shout oh, out. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Zach. He's got he's got his own uh weed line, like these these gummies. Uh, but it's called Holly Weed. Wow. Is is his uh, line of like edibles and oh, cool stuff like that. Like he's, out, um, he's dope. Well, dude, your voice, like your facial hair is freaking crazy. All you need <laughs> is some crazy facial tattoos. Oh, right. Yo, that was the next step. I was thinking about yeah. that. That's yeah. awesome. Anyway, continue. Yes, sir. Amanda. Yes, sir. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, dude, are yes. we boring you to death with the man down stuff? You could be real. No, I love it. Like, okay. let's do, we'll talk yeah. about whatever. Okay. Like, I'm, okay. I'm down. This doesn't have to be about man down, but yeah. just in, in general, because- oh, I've I found I found that I love the more things I love like films that I really enjoy I think are things that are personal that come from a personal place because I feel like you can tell when something is you know a work of fiction and something that's not fiction something that comes from a personal real place and uh, that's what I sounds like you know things come from for you Um, and I just wanted to know if you've ever like if like you notice that things that are made are more personal or they're not, or what is your, your take on, you know, that? I mean, dude, everything's got to be personal for me. Like that, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people that are, that make a really good living. I met, I met with a guy today. Uh, He makes an incredible living. This dude makes so much money. And he's just cranking out shit that's like he doesn't care about. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's a skill. Like, that's an incredible skill mm-hmm. to be able to just go bang, bang, bang. Like, just bang out these things where it's like, uh, you know, the three-act structure. You know, here's our guy. You know, he's he's at the low point of his life. And then, bang, this inciting incident happens that sends him off on his journey. Mm-hmm. He, you know following the hero's journey he leaves his village he goes and gets the water he brings it back to the village it's that classic retelling of the story and just yeah. boom 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 and just like hitting everything just like hitting it bam and he's out mm-hmm. and dude's just a machine like it takes like six days like cranks out a script on to the next one um and i'm just i'm i'm, in, I'm amazed i'm amazed by it because i i've I, I, I care a lot about, you know, the things that I write and, and there's gotta be me. Like I gotta, I gotta see me somewhere in there and then it becomes personal and then it becomes real. Like to me, everything's real. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's the acting side of things, like it's like the second that you step foot into that situation, it becomes real mm-hmm. as real as it can be. Right. Like, so you know, there's that. And I, I, and that starts with the writing. Like, I feel like the acting fed the writing and the writing feeds the acting and the writing feeds the producing, the acting, writing, producing feeds the directing. Um, and, um, yeah, it always has to come just for me from a, from a personal place. So everything that I've written post man down, there's always a character who represents, me mm-hmm. and and then you know each of the characters have to take on you know this this you know man woman is is the worst part of me 
this is is what I aspire to be. Mm. This is you know my hope. This is my despair. This is my anger. This is my rage. And let those come out because they have different voices, right? Yeah. Um, nothing's worse than I write something and it's all just seems like the same person talking. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when you do character work and you're understanding a world, you find people with different uh, cadences, different ways of speaking. Um, so that feeds in when you're basing characters off of different people. That's why I love people watching, meeting new people. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's also you. Like when you're angry, speak differently. You talk differently. You think differently. You act differently. When you're depressed, same thing. When you're happy, when you're elated, you know, when you're drunk, when you're this, that, you know, and that feeds the writing. You have to put yourself in the driver's seat of whatever characters are in the scene. At least that's that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. That's how I go about it. So every, everything's personal. This is, I, I knew, I knew, I knew when I talked to you, bro, was gonna, this was going to do that. I don't know if you can see it. My hands are coming <laughs> yeah, together yeah. like that, like peanut butter and jelly, man. Because this, this, I'm very interested in what you said about acting, it, it, it influencing the writing, and that that's where your heart for story kind of kicked off. You know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. was it about? I'm interested in this, like, because I got my whole thing with acting, and that, that that to me when I when I found it when it when it found me, I was I always loved story. I always loved hearing stories, stories read to me, reading stories, writing stories, and like there was something about acting that. I didn't understand when it first found me. The purity of it, I, I came to figure out for myself, but it got twisted up on my ego and, and and wanting to be loved so fucking bad, you know, and, and just just looking for any kind of uh, respect and love from the people I love. Salvation. Yeah, right. salvation, exactly. Yeah, godless. I was, you know, I was hunting for it and I found it in acting and it got tied up in the purity of the thing. But the thing I... Dude, yeah. That's a wicked drug. It's the yeah. worst drug. That's right. That's the right. It is. I mean, after every everything you do, someone someone comes up to you. One person comes up to you and says, "Oh man, oh, dude, that was awesome." And that you get the hit, boom, and then you get thirty seconds of I'm the shit and I'm loved and I feel great and I'm, you know, what's next? And then and then it's over, you know. And you're looking for your next person. It's that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? With, with Leo when the girl goes. That was amazing, you know, or whatever. And he's like, "That's fucking great, though." <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. Like, Come on, it and is, then, man. Yeah, the same thing. Like people, you know, they responded kind of weird to that movie for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, I saw that Joe Rogan podcast where, like, before he had Quentin on, mm. he had another guy on. And they were like, you know, Bruce Lee wasn't like that. It's like, motherfucker, it's mm. fiction. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Sharon Tate was murdered. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, this didn't, they weren't beaten to death by a stunt guy. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, it's it's like a what if universe yeah. in Marvel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's it's a movie. Dude. That's right. Stop. That's right. Like, this is Black Hawk Down. It's yeah. not like based off of a, That's right. you know, real event. Like, yeah, there's real people in it, but it's like, what if, right. you know, right. it, it went down like this. But I like, yeah, dude, like it's the reason to go back to what you and I have been talking about for like two weeks now. I think it that is the reason why um, uh, it, it, it's a light, light, right? Like that, that thing that 
it, it can you can work out a lot of things. You can work out a lot of problems. You can meet really great people. You can work with amazing people, yeah. few and far between. <laughs> but <laughs> it's also a light that attracts bugs. Yeah. Oof. And, Oof. and it it will uh, it will give fuel and fire to the best parts of you and will absolutely magnify the worst parts of you. Mm. And that's why Hollywood creates monsters. And I, I think power creates monsters. You know, there's no difference. Everybody likes to make this distinction of like, you know, this Hollywood Illuminati, like, you know, drinking babies' bloods and, you know, doing bungee jumps with umbilical cords. You know what I mean? You never saw but that? It, you know, you never seen that? Like that, like the Hollywood is the master of the dark arts. And it's like, <laughs> Listen, man, I've been in Washington. You know, I I got people that have been, you know, as close to working in the White House. Like the shit that goes on here pales in comparison right on. to yeah. what's going on over in DC. And it's just absolute power corrupts absolutely, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you said it perfectly, that validation, but that validation that starts from begging to get in the room. That's right. Literally. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you're going in front of a casting director, nine times out of 10, the role's already been cast. It's already been cast. They just put it out there because they want to give the illusion that they they need an audition. They How don't. How sick is that? They've already picked it. And you're walking in, you're begging, please, let me get, let me get this, please. And a lot of times that's something that you got to like shove down that desperation to want to get apart. Right. But if that's how you're paying the bills, this is, that's a hard desperation to hide yeah. and then you get like you know you're begging to get in the room and then you get in the room and then you're you're begging for more and then you show up on a set and somebody's going oh wow you know you look so great let me do your hair and your makeup and you're all you know, in your clothes wow you look fabulous and then you go there and then oh wow you did such a good job oh wow that's amazing and then you go to you know the premiere oh my gosh look over here look over here look over here you know it's yeah. like all that stupidity yeah. stupid it's dumb <laughs> and but it, it just feeds man it's just you're so important yeah, yeah, yeah. you're the center of the universe yeah, you ain't. There you go. That's you. That crumb of banana bread. That's that's the infinitesimal you. No, but the, bro, I I'm I'm I feel like I'm gonna lose a lot of friends with this one. But I gotta, I, you know what I mean? Like I gotta I gotta be honest. I'll I, still be here, dude. Thank you, man. And I'll be here for you. Um, hey, there you go. We're here. Yes, sir. You are here. We're here. Uh, Why do you say that? Why do you say that? You said I feel like. I'm going to lose a lot of friends. You know what, dog? It's just, it's tough because I have a lot of friends, not a lot, a few friends. We all went to school together and we, we studied acting for a decade almost now. We've been making our own things. And some people divert and they, they go to LA or they go pursue it in other ways. And, and I'm screaming inside because I'm like, you know, guys, I've seen you. I've seen you do Arthur Miller. I've seen you do Shakespeare. I've seen you do all these beautiful things, Odette's. And Hollywood's looking to, they're not looking at you. They don't even care. They don't, they're not even going to blink at you. They're not going to know you're there. And I don't want you to spend 20 years going down a road and not making your own shit or writing your own shit, learning how to write, using your acting technique and the, and the things that you found in acting, the things like looking at a person in the eye, like Meisner. And this is what I was all based in. And, and I, I could, I could do that 
the rest of my life, dog, to, to with no people, with just one person I'm working with, and I'm fulfilled yeah. now. But the thing that I, I told you, I was tied up in this, I need validation. I don't need it no more. I, I, I give up, man, like surrender to that thing. And, I, and the good thing is I'm not surrendering. I don't want it. I want to do, if I'm going to act in a thing, because I find if both of my feet are in being a vessel for story, then I can serve the story. And that's the job. That's the job of the tribe member that was in the tribe that told story. It was yeah. his job. And that's yeah. just been going on forever. That's right. And, and that's what I say when I mean like I'm going to lose people because I think it's hokey or corny or something. But I really mean it when I say it. And when I see people one foot in, you know, the, the flashing lights and the premiere thing and where's my next check coming from and who's my agent and then one foot in the story, well, you're losing the thing that you might be able to become – for the better of storytelling, for the person who's going to watch it, like the dude in the theater watching Man Down in 2016. Not saying that, like, you know, I don't know how those actors were. I don't know. I don't know what it was like to put that whole thing together. I don't know if it's total purity, but for me, it was a big deal. And 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 um, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is like that's that makes me nervous sometimes. I don't want to. I don't want to turn off people to like. Go pursue whatever you want to pursue. I love you, and like I think, and I could be so fucking wrong. I'm just, this is just the way I see it. Um, yeah, that's my that's my uh, yeah. I was like that, like, and and I think a part of me still is like, you know, where I just go. I never had a backup plan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Like, you know, my my bank account, you know, for years and years, definitely reflected the fact that I didn't have a bank, you know, backup plan. But like. Uh, it just felt wrong to do it any other way. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And I always had a side hustle or multiple side hustles to try to, you know, keep the lights on. Now it's different. Now it's, you know, COVID, like I went to work and I just, I, I made a lot of content. I got really specific. I was like, okay, I'm going to go kind of, back to the drawing board and even like on point blank like somebody look at point blank and they go oh man that's just like popcorn like you took you know this concept and this idea and you made it this like homage to like films in the 80s or whatever and you know however anybody you know wants to wants to critique it or slice it but like for me it was just all about the fear of becoming a father and that's the Mm. main character trajectory Mm. like he's like like he's got this fear about not being there and not not being there for her not being there for the kid and like that haunts me you know like that's that's a very real thing and you know and there's been times where where i haven't been there Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and you know particularly and me and you know my ex we got a good relationship but it's like you know, there were times where I wasn't there and it, it, cause you can't be there. Right. You can't be there. You're not omnipresent. Like there's going to be times where you're not there Mm -hmm. and that fear like creeps in, like, you know, am I a good enough father? Like, am I a good enough person? You know, like all those things, like, you know, it's difficult. So even something like, you know, as popcorny as, as, um, as popcorn as point blank was, there was still this, thing underneath it of like I, w- I want to talk about you know being a dad yeah. and, and what what that's like yeah. and and the fear of being a dad again of being a father again mm-hmm. um but it but it does dude like it it's anyway it's gotta it's gotta come back to 
you know, the, tr- the truthfulness, like the, the honesty of, like the honesty of the thing. I love rocking with people that are about that, that aren't about this stupid, like what, what is this? Like, what is this? What is this thing? What is this thing where people who have nothing to do with a film, right? Like you, you guys go make a movie, yeah. right? Yeah. And let's say, I don't know you. Like, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. Maybe, maybe we haven't met, but I see your films premiering and I got to be there because Hollywood Reporter and Variety is going to be there taking pictures and Getty Images is going to be going to be there. So I got to make sure that I'm there so I can stand there and they go, you know, Adam over here, Adam over here, Adam over here. And I, I look like I'm, you know, on the on the bow, you know, of a, of a ship, you know, like I'm George Washington, you know, in that in that boat crossing the Hudson. You know, yep. Crossing. You know, and just peacocking and moving. It's like, what the fuck is that for? Like, what is that for? People say publicity and marketing. It's like, no, 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 full stop. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Ah! Like, and everybody's screaming, ah, over here, over here. Like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. And all it is, it's a vehicle for the start. Like, all of a sudden, what are these? What, what are these? <laughs> People who had nothing to do with the film, nothing to do with the production of the film. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Like showing up just to go, I was here. I was a part of this. Yeah. I was a part of this. And we're, that's a whole discussion that we can get into. Well, let's get into it, dog. Let's get into it because this is, <laughs> is it okay? Can we do this? I never <laughs> All right. Okay. Listen, Hollywood is the place. That's an example how it functions mm-hmm. and how it functions is you're just you're just a cog in the machine that serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's it's just what it is. Right, so that's right. And people will use your rise, demise for their benefit. So like Whoa. you die tomorrow, motherfuckers who didn't even know you are gonna be pulling up, you know, pictures or whatever. People who hated you. I remember this time that Adam said this thing. Yeah. And everybody's gonna be using it. I remember there was a a woman who had a, a very uh, um, uh, a very scary kind of crazy uh, thing that happened uh, to her in her life. Mm-hmm. And she was going to come out with it. She was an actress. She was going to come out and expose somebody and uh, as, as being, being um, abusive. And she straight up said that she wanted that news she was going to hold off on it for for six months so it would coincide with her movie release whoa and i was like that's crazy that's a crazy way to think nuts it's not about like what's right or what can like benefit people or stop somebody's you know like abuse or actions it's all about how can i benefit from this how can i use this event you know covid Right, all the celebrities get together and they're singing "Imagine." Yeah, we don't need that. We don't fucking need that. What are you doing that for? That's crazy. Why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody's in pain. Yeah, we need to sing a song together. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? We need it's that. Crazy. Stop it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what about? I mean, I, I, we're not we're not going down to this road in a negative way, but I, I'm I'm interested in boil. No, no, I just want to boil it down with you. I just want I just want to boil it down to a real distilled 
maybe thing we could find together. Just really brainstorm this thing. Like, yeah. you know, star system's in place, right? And and and, and it, you can promote a film with it and you put this person in this thing and you write it and, you know, since they're in it, we're, we're going to sell this many tickets and it's a, it's a number we know and we'll get this person because yeah. they were on the last thing and then we'll rope everybody together. We'll make this thing. We'll go to this premiere and boom, here it is. And your life... Yeah, which I get. I get, I get it too. I get it too. It's a business. That makes total sense to me if you're trying to make that number. I, I mean, why not? But um, uh, where you're at personally, let's say you before man down, you said you're, I'm visiting VA hospital. I'm doing research. I'm writing this thing, and you know, I'm in the I'm in this home, and I'm I'm having an altercation with this dude in the alley. Nobody knows who the hell I am, and then movie comes out. It's produced. You you know, oh, oh my god, this movie's getting made. And not not only that, like look who's in it, and then. Oh my, I don't know what the process was. We get into my anywhere. hero, dude. My hero. Like yeah, but, looking up Gary Oldman. Come on, man. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's in the damn film. That's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy. And yeah. and and now you're at, or dude. It's Daniel Day Lewis, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Freaking Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Man. And Denzel. Like the, the, that's that's Mount Rushmore for me. I, I you know we could, we could talk about Gary Oldman all day, but like yeah. you you end up a at Cannes, which is like a big deal. That's a big deal for us, for story people. When we're looking at Cannes, like, you, you never get a story in, in that festival. And also the big one for us, the even bigger one was was Venice. It Venice was, Film Festival. It was Cannes, but it was also Venice. Like, Venice was wild. But like, it was like yeah. Wow. Sorry. That I'm made sorry. no sense to me. Yeah. I, I didn't even know. I, I, I just, it just made no sense. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense to me yeah yeah still sleeping on the on the floor of an art studio this is another great artist shout out this guy's just blown up it just does my heart so much good to see this guy literally came from nothing now he's just um but gabriel gabriel gall um him and this other artist rob Pryor. Um, but I was sleeping on on the floor of the the art studio and then the couch of the art studio sometimes and and um, uh, it was it was wild there and still not having received a dime. Wow! From from the movie, I got like an initial like step payment. Yeah, but I was still waiting on money. And yeah. By the way, like nothing, nothing you could live off of for a year. Right. Definitely. Definitely not with two kids. Wow. So I'm like waiting for that. And then like I go to the airport, like I freaking, you know, fly out. Like it's just wild, man. Like, you know, I was, you know, getting into arguments and and craziness back at home. But to go there and then to see that kind of all unfold. And everybody just getting like dressed in their best and going and who are you wearing and what designer and like that whole ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. Like it's a, it's a, it was a trip. Cause I'm like, what, why? Like, why are we doing this? Like, I, I don't know. It, it's just a, I'm always that dude. And maybe yeah. it's all the weed I was doing at the time. <laughs> I don't know. But I was always the guy like sitting back going, why are we doing this? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I don't know. What, what is this, man? Yeah. Like, you know, but, and I'll tell you, man, uh, Venice, uh, what made that, um, 
endurable or, or I was able to endure that weirdness, Shia and uh, Patrick Hibbler, mm. was a dear friend and, and producing partner. We're producing a movie right now. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, but they, they just, you know, there, there was a, there wasn't a room for me at the hotel because this other producer, like it's, th this is also indicative of Hollywood, had screwed me out of a room. What? I've made it. I, I got there and there wasn't a reservation for me. This is somebody who tried to steal the writing rights. Whoa. From me what? And assign it to somebody else. Yeah, while I was writing it. And uh, like I, two in the morning, I roll into Venice and I'm like, here's my name. I'm like opening up the program and I'm like, this is me. This is my photo. Like mm -hmm. I'm supposed to have a room here. And they're like, sorry, man, don't have a room. So I went out to the beach and dug out under one of the bungalows and crawled in Whoa. and there that night. Man. And, uh, and uh, then I went to the press um, screening of man down. Reason I'm sharing this story isn't just to share it. It's because it's answering your question because it's indicative of the system. Mm. So I don't have a room. I get dressed in my tux on the beach, smell like shit. <laughs> I haven't showered. I go to the press premiere, I get there and they're like, your name's not on. Come on. You're not, you're not on the list. I, I didn't have any way to speak to anybody. I was calling, uh, you know, uh, the, the and that I was dating at the time, I was calling her and having her communicate or trying to communicate to different people, trying to get a hold of Patrick or whatever. So I go there, name's not there. I'm lit. So I'm coming back. I'm raging. Mm. I'm pissed. I go down to the beach. I'm busting out parts of, you know, gondolas. <laughs> throwing stuff in the ocean oh, like, my, my card was declined so I had no money so now I have no money I'm sleeping outside I'm back back on the street again only I'm in a place where I don't speak Italian and you know and I've, I've got no way to get around and it just so happened that I'm coming around the corner I'm just lit and Shia comes around the corner he's just eating some gelato <laughs> Just randomly, dude, like in the middle of the night, just like, bam, we can, we both came around the corner at the same time. He's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> He's like, where were you? Where are you? And I was like, and I was like, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, uh-uh, that doesn't happen. Nope, it's not happening. And so then we went back to the hotel. I explained like what happened, found Patrick. He sorted it out, um, got me a room and so I ended up. You know, being being able to stay somewhere. So, and this is why I roll with Shia. Like, th this isn't the reason, part of the reason. There's many reasons, but unconditionally, like always, always have. And if you ask him, he'll tell you. Like, I've always rocked with him, even when, you know, whatever, you know, getting arrested or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what? I've been arrested, um, but I always, I was like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Like, there's no conditions on me being your friend ever. Um, anyway, but we, um, uh, we, we go into the full on premiere and we're walking in like he's nervous. I'm nervous. I'm feeling like I'm a puke. And I'm like, you know, this is where they booed Darren Aronofsky's the fountain love. Um, this is, this is where they stopped Terrence Malick's, you know, tree of life. Oh my God. Did that to those guys, 
they're going to kill us. They're going to like pull our arms off and throw us out, you know? And then, and then Shia's like, that's a good point, man. Look, what happens? Like, what happens if they start booing? What happens? You know what? And I was like, they start booing, I start swinging. Like, that's that's what happens. <laughs> We're going to war. Nobody's shutting off this movie. I'll take over the projectionist. I don't care. There'll be a hostage situation. So we go walking in there, and and uh, because there'd been like a lot of mistreatment and a lot of like I'm less than, mm. even even there, even in those environments. I mean, all along the way, and I never got this from Patrick, which is why he's my brother. He always treated me as an equal mm-hmm. and didn't have a reason to. I mean, I'm just a person like him, and we, he always treated me as an equal. And we walked into that room, and, and you know, Shia looked at his seats, and there was a name on it um, of, the, uh, you know, this other person. And he pulled the name off and threw it in the crowd, and he goes, sit down. And, you know, I sat down next to him, and... We, we went through it. That was the first time he and I had watched, you know, the full wow. cut. Of, uh, and it was heavy. It was intense. And we, we just like you, we had that same reaction. It was our first time seeing it. So I was crying. I shared this in another place before where, like, you know, this, this security dude, um, like this bodyguard guy that was rolling around with us, like, he, he grabs me. Like he's crying and, like, pulls me in the hallway. And he's like... He's like, you know, I have a daughter and he starts talking about his daughter and and I'm talking about my daughter and and my son. And we're having this like conversation with this crazy, you know, you know, roided to the gills, you know, bodyguard, (laughs) you know, just like talking to this dude. So I, I share that because it's like, it's like a caste system, man. Like this, this whole thing, it's just powerful people getting into positions and it's men it's women it's gay it's straight you know there's this myth that it's predominantly like one side but like i've seen it all i've seen it all man Mm. like i've seen i've seen people abusing their power using whatever they can to be able to get to the top and if that's your bag like if that's if that's your hustle and the way that you're going about it like to each his own it's just not my hustle yeah but most of these people in this town will use sex drugs money like whatever whatever they can character assassinations whatever they can to like get ahead and get to where they want to be it's a circus yeah yeah it's a circus and keep other people down well i mean uh what you just said about that bodyguard in you after the film and that 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 overwhelming emotional you know moment shy and ditto and everyone there like that's it isn't it though i mean at the end of the day is it that's it. That's what story can do. That's a drug too. Hey, that's a drug too. Okay. Right. I, I. That's something, dude. If I'm being fully honest, that's something that I that I found out about me is standing there. It's it is. It's a weird thing. It's like, oh, all these people are looking at me. Why are all these people looking at me? And it like messes with your head, and then you get back and go, okay. How do I duplicate what I did to get there? That's right. Because that felt good. So I want to get back there. So how do I get back there? Mm. So I guess I got to, you know, <laughs> I guess I got to, you know, you know, write the Danish girl or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I cap on that movie. <laughs> but it's like, but it is that thing. It's like there are certain movies that get 
awards. Right. There's certain movies that get nominated. It's kind of like a, you know, like you got the subject matter check, just make sure it's well acted. I never, you know, I got back and kind of fell into that, started chasing, you know, a couple of different people who I really admired, um, met some people. I've, dude, I've met all my heroes. And most of the time was just like, oh, you like just as dirty as I am. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. No elevated platform that we're we're all standing on, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. we're we're all people. That's right. Um, that's it. There's just people who do things exceptionally well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, we we have a surgeon who's able to, you know, execute you know a certain amount of surgeries in a certain amount of time and do it well and is making advances in medicine, but like, you know, are we all jockeying for like that dude's like approval or whatever and getting in his presence? And like, I don't know, maybe we do, maybe that happens in those circles, but definitely not to the magnitude that it happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here. I don't know. Yeah, man. We're just like well, free flowing. What about, uh, what about ego, man? Because this is something I think you're, you're hitting on right now is like, if you're cool with talking about it, like, the before and then this this moment in Venice and you, all the people are looking at you and now now life's different. Now life's a little different. A whole a whole audience of people are looking at you now and saying, Adam, it's like how do you not I want to talk to you, man. Like I, I gotta I gotta express how I'm feeling, man. And like you're the guy. You're the guy. You're the you're the one that did this. So I mean I mean I, I can't imagine it not giving you that boost in your ego, the 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 feeling of the feeling of being special. The feeling of like I'm I'm worth some I'm, I'm, I did it, I done did it I made a dream come true yeah, and dude especially because I had you know like telling me that I couldn't mm. you know when um, when I was living where I was living like so many people just like what are you doing mm. what are you doing mm-hmm. and and look like for reasons partially because look like. Um, Mandown's got its problems. It's got its issues. There's some things that I'm like, mm, you know, mm-hmm. eh. like the whole fact that, like, in the script, uh, Gabriel Drummer is coming in contact with survivors of the apocalypse, whatever that apocalypse was. He's coming in contact with giant groups of people. He's going through like people who are in tents and outside and foraging and surviving. And then at the end of the film, you learn that like, oh my God, those were all like, uh, uh, like he was at a homeless shelter. He was like on Skid Row. He was like at these places, right? Mm -hmm. So it it makes it that the reality, like his kind of um, uh, fugue state, uh, this, this whole state of mind that he's in is believable because his reality is mimicking what's going on inside of his head. Right. If you're looking around and going, the world has ended. Well, absolutely. The world has ended. The world has ended for a lot of people that are, that are there in that state, but it's ended for him emotionally. It's ended for him, you know, mentally and, and to have that physical representation, but in the film budget constraints, you know, whatever, you know, you have it artistic, you know, uh, decisions and different, there's a lot of different decisions that are made. It it was, no, it's just him, his imaginary friend and the one homeless guy that he's traveling around with. Right. And, you know, I think that kind of messed 
with the with the story a little bit. So the film, you know, got a lot of got a lot of negative press and it got a lot of heat because you know we really couldn't get it out there that you know what we were trying to do and what what we were saying and they thought you know this is just some graduate of USC you know who read a copy of Save the Cat and decided to you know write some shit and exploit veterans you know that was one side of it wow. and then the other side of it was people really you know um, triggered and 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 uh, other people also finding a great peace and clarity from it. And I, I, I love that too. Like I, somebody very wisely, and it's a well-known phrase, just told me, he said, you gotta, you gotta treat praise and disdain with the same uh, kind of attention. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't give it, give it that attention, which is, which is hard, man. Because right after that, I was like, you know, I felt good. I was like, I did it. You know, I had the blessing of Gary. Gary was like, I love the script. The script's great. Sure. He did interviews where he was like, I love the script. I love, you know, the writing. It was awesome. You know, Shia had my back. He was throwing throwing work towards me and and showing me a lot of love when he was talking to people, uh, which I was very grateful for because it food on the table, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, yeah, it got to me. And then, and then I was like... I'm not doing this Mickey Mouse bullshit. Like I was getting offered, you know, a few things and I was like, I'm not doing that. Like that's beneath me. I'm not doing that. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I probably should have taken those opportunities because it would have been an opportunity for me to you know, test something out. Like now it's like horror. I got you. Sci-fi. Let's go. Like let's, but, but it's always like, let's find the heart. Like let's, let's find something that like grounds us to something that's real and relevant mm-hmm. and, you know, it's the thing that Carnan, who I love dearly, uh, is like, you know, back something that's socially relevant into something that's commercially viable. Right. And he's absolutely right. Like, you got to find a way to do that. And it's, yeah, it was really, really kind of cool. But ego is a battle and still a battle. It's a battle every day, you know? Yeah. Gotta kill that thing. What do you do? You know? Like, this isn't, uh, it's not just exclusive to like, you know, people in the industry. Like, he finds the ego killer. Huh. The ego killer. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe not the ego killer. Maybe that's the wrong way to ask. Like, uh, what do you find is, is something that keeps it in check for you? Like, what helps you on the daily? Like you're married, dude. You know, you know how this goes. It's like, did you take out the trash? No, I didn't take out the trash yet. You know, <laughs> when are you going to take it out? I'll take it out when I want it to, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it comes up like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, how does, what, what helps you? What helps you guys? Yeah, man. What helps you with your ego? What kills your ego? What, what, what tools do you use? Or what, what, what person or what, what? You know what? For specifically with films, because I, I haven't, Sadly, I didn't work on the feature, but That's so my all experience right. is all like shorts, That's you know, right. but soon. Yeah, buddy. But uh, one thing I really learned from the, the shorts and stuff is we talked about this before, like going to like the festivals and you do the tour and you see all these people, you see so many people. It's, it's a beautiful part about it is you see all these people in the same place trying to do the same thing. You know, they all have the same goal and the same aspirations or mm-hmm. dreams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more times you go, the more you're like, at least for me, I kept seeing like 
people that are stuck in this like cycle of this is as far as they can get, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And to get to that next level is sometimes, sometimes impossible for some people, but uh, it's like such a daunting task that like, when I see someone stuck in this like cycle, it makes me, I'm able to pick it out and be like, I don't want to be stuck in something, you know? Mm. I love moving around. Like I, I can never like sit in the same place. Mm. So I guess seeing, it's it's sad seeing other people, you know, being stuck. Observing other people know? stuck is like your ego killer? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Sheesh. At least you have a wife to call out your well, ego of calls out my bullshit all the time I mean, that's a big ego killer and that's good real. yeah there is it there is man <laughs> you get you get a partner in life i i i've focused for a long time on on uh oh my gosh you wait what do you what do you like Oh my God, you you like Pantera and Eminem? That's crazy. What? We're soulmates. What's your sign? You know, like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, or or just like, oh my God, like, don't you love this movie? Oh, you love that movie? I love that movie. And the, the, then you're like in this thing, right? Yeah. And, you know, a partner, like that's a different thing. Like somebody that, Somebody that's showing up when nobody wants to show up. That's right. And also somebody that's gonna gonna tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, man, that's hard. That's hard. That's rare. Um, you know, we're we're so private, dude. Me and me and um, and uh, my amazing woman, like we're we're just super super private. But she is a G. <laughs> you know, like, hey, <laughs> you know, like I said, kicks me, kicks me out. Go, yeah. like, go kill something, bring it back. Yeah, yeah. You know, for dinner, like, go, go get it. And and that's because that requires a certain amount of trust right. too. Right. Not like, hey, are you? You know, like the certain like we're in trouble. It's like, no, I believe in you. Go, mm. go kill it. You know? Did you? Wait, did you come in the door and there's nothing? Uh, have a hook uh, slung over your shoulder? Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. What what happened? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You're like, well, tomorrow's a new day. How did you get up this morning? Eight. Okay, tomorrow you're gonna get up at five. Yeah. You know, like that's not that's not for everybody, but like somebody that's and somebody that's like holding it down, like yeah. I'm telling you what time it is. I I remember we walked we walked in this meeting one time. And, you know, by the end of that meeting, she had run a make on everybody in there. Mm. It was like, this is what this dude's doing. This is what this person's doing. This is what this person's up to. And I was just like, man, that's, that's freaking amazing. Cause she's watching my six, That's right. you know, and that's it. Like most, most of us, just because I've done this, man, we're selfish beings so we're looking out for our own interests, whether that's, you know, even emotionally, sexually, like we're just looking for our own gratification mm-hmm. as opposed to like really locking up with somebody and trying to something. 
And I don't mean like starting a business or whatever. I've done that. Fuck that. Like it, it, it it's like, it, like build each other. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like supporting each other and, and, um, and, and, uh, yeah, just building a home, building a family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's dope. Like that, that's an ego killer. That's so when you said, you know, to him, you know, what is that? That's your wife. I, I had to chime in cause it's like, man, like that, you know, and it, it's, uh, it's critical to have the right people around the right people because when you're around the wrong people man like and not judging them like it's wrong because it brings out the wrong things in you and you're wrong yeah i mean so it's like you know (laughs) if he's laying down the you know colombian marching powder you know in in front of you you're still the person that's gotta you know snort that shit so it's like you just don't, you do, you want to hedge, you, you want to head those things off yeah. and, and minimize those types of situations so that you have clarity, you have, you know, righteous purpose, righteous intent, you're getting things done and you just have that clarity. It gets rid of the fog. You're mm. just executing, just, mm. just nailing stuff. But yeah man. yeah, man, what do you find like in your, in your, you know, like relationship, like, not to you know put you on the spot. Maybe he's gonna be like, "Oh man, it's over." And today, <laughs> no, no, no. But like, what, like what? What do you find? Like what? What helps in those moments where you guys are, you know, where you where you have disagreements, where you guys don't die? Like what? What helps you out? Like where do you go? Where do you guys go to? Right away, man. Like I've learned that emotionally, I'm through the roof. If she's in the same spot, I need yeah. I'm I'm hot blooded, man. I'm pretty I'm pretty quick to. Daisy's red. Yeah, I get that that blackout nonsense. That uh, it's really it's sad, man. It's it's like it's it's not a. I don't feel cool talking about it. Yeah, no, no, you can laugh at it. Yeah, I get it. It's it's. I don't take it hard. I'm laughing because like when I I'm the guy that like if I get kicked in the nuts I laugh like I laugh in pain like so. I'm not laughing at you and please, okay. please excuse okay. me. Like, I'm I got just, you. Just, yeah. I got like, you. I'm feeling my nuts. Getting kicked. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you see red, you go. Yeah, man. It's, it's a quality in my life that I've been working on for a long time. Mikey knows. And, uh, and uh, it's tough, man. So when the wife calls out a thing and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I get fragile and she shatters that, that fragility of, Hey, I'm the man, and I bring the you know, bread to the table, and she's or whatever, and she's like, "You're not doing this though. You're not doing that." It really, it used to hurt me a lot, and so I would emotionally get hyped up, and then the bad thing I would do is, and this is what I had to correct, is I would grab the keys and go in the car and just start it and drive. And I've learned that like it's a very selfish thing. It was definitely a thing instinctually. I was like, I need space. I need time. I'm way too fucking through the roof to be communicating with anybody with him with you definitely not with her and so you know i spoke to a therapist about it and she was like well why don't you just sit with your wife as you're going through it like hey listen like i'm not feeling well and i give me 10 minutes like just give her a time limit just say you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the car i'm gonna take a walk or whatever and i'm gonna take 15 and i'm gonna come back to this situation emotionally different than i am right now because i'm fucking human and you are too this isn't gonna go well 
This isn't going to go well. We're both mad. And, and you don't want me to leave. And I don't want to go, but I, I got to go. And Or you got to go. There's like, why are you leaving? You're leaving me. That's right. Like, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But I, but I found that that's, that's pretty dope, man. Like she knows the drill and, and I know this is going to clear me out and, and I'm going to see where I went wrong, right? Because I'm not perfect and she's going to see maybe I shouldn't have said you're just like your father, whatever, you know, like that was a little harsh and we're going to come back together and we're going to talk and it's going to go better. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, man. You know, there really is like a... Like you're, saying, you're saying like instead of like him on the bounce because then that's like... No, that's wrong. Yeah. You're running away and disappearing. That's right. It's not right? right. That's not, that's not, I'm in this for the long haul. This. That's, I'm my own person and I'm going to do my thing, you know? You're just saying like... You know, hey, I need to walk. I need ten minutes. I need to. I need to clear my head. Like that's what. I'm For me, right man, now. yeah, that's the thing I, that helps me. If you don't do that, you're flipping separate pages of a different book. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. When you say something, you're yeah. on the same page. Have you found something in, in your in your relationship now where it's like this is definitely working for us when when things are not going well? Just listen to whatever the fuck she said. <laughs> so, so, anyone who hears that, gotta stick to that, dude. Oh man! Dude. Everyone says that, and it's, it's and it's, lying, bro. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You Dude, know, that's funny. She doesn't put up with no shit. Wow. Um, I I listen to listening a lot more. Yes. Like just, yes. Which I haven't been doing here. Like, but, but like, <laughs> no, no, you have, you have. But but it's like you know that that thing where because here's the other thing like. Not to sound stupid, I don't know another way to say this, but just like game recognizing game, like she's, this is somebody who has a, you know, a life lived, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. And and so there's a, a respect level there right. that it's like this person has done it, like put in that road work, that blood, sweat, and tears, and has seen it and done it, mm. and not some you know, fake BS authenticity bullshit that we, that we see so much of yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but it's, it, it's like, so I respect, like there's a, there's a deep respect that I have and I had the minute I've, I've met her of her opinion. Um, but not just her opinion because she's really good at just spitting facts, <laughs> you know, and, and, which, you know, when she wants to, she can, you know, snap a neck, but it's like, <laughs> you know, knowing that it's coming from a place of like, Hey, this is my experience. This is what I've seen. Right. And I'm trying to add value to what you're doing because I'm trying to build something That's here with right. you stupid. That's right. You know? So like you can get all mad, get all cry or whatever you're going to do, Mr. Pisces. But like, you know, cause I'm, I'm that guy. I'm either like a dolphin, you know, I'm on top of the water, just, you know, <laughs> keeping across or I'm a freaking killer whale, like coming up from underneath you and going to, you know, drag you down. To That's the right. That's right. But it's like, you know, but I recognize that and I'm, I'm, I'm able to see that. I just think you really, and I just looked at that and was like, well, why can I have that all the time? Yeah. Like, why can I have that in my business relationships and my friendships and like people that I want to, you know, talk to, um, you know, and now I do. 
And, and it's, it's just going, and I, I do not hesitate to call it out as you know, people don't hesitate to call it out on me. Like they go, Hey man, I think, I think you're full of shit. Or I think you're, you're pushing a certain line here, man. Mm-hmm. And, and then I got to check myself. Right. And I, I think the same thing. I had a meeting with these dudes, you know, two days ago and this guy was running a con. He was just running a shell game. Oh, like, you know, let me see your watch. Let me put it under this coconut. Let me move it around. Now, see, film financing is done like this. Like, I uh, bet you don't know where your watch is, but what we're going to do is this is how we're going to fund our film. It's based on foreign sales projections. And this is a lot of mumbo jumbo you don't really understand. So if you just bring your equity people to me and I literally am just like, shut the fuck up. I see what you're doing. I see the hustle. Very well scripted. Very well done. But you're trying to rob people blind. Yes. Yeah, fuck not doing business yeah yeah and, yeah and just being unafraid to just say hey man move that you know wagon where you're selling you know elixirs that cure cancer <laughs> right take that wagon yeah. down the road because i gotta deal with you know real people we got real problems let's let's try to do business right so yeah man it's crazy it's crazyville crazy time bro <laughs> I had this, I want to share, I want to share with you something real quick and we can get into like other things. But, um, when I was pitching, when I was pitching this, uh, this feature, wrote the first feature I ever wrote during COVID. I, th- I think I told you the whole thing. I'll be brief. My best friend, one of my best friends and Mikey's my best friend too, hit me up and was like, um, you know, what can we write? And I was like, you know, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk. And I was depressed. And he's like, no, come on, come on. And we wrote this thing together over two years. And we, we get to the stage where we're at, you know, pre-production saying, well, how the fuck are we going to make it? We have no money. And we never did nothing before but shorts. One of them got to Amazon Prime. Look at us. And like, no, nobody gives a shit. You know what I mean? Like, so it was. Uh, I made this movie. It's dog shit. Don't ever see. I won't even say the name of it. I won't even promote it. It's, it's terrible. Dude, I, I get it. I get and, it. And dude, it's not terrible because we didn't care. It's like we cared, but then it became like. Something. an ego yeah. kind of a thing. I get it. That's on Amazon. Right on. Like, right on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spent a dime to watch it? Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Really, <laughs> you know, when I was in it. Like, I'm, you know. Dude, dude, no. And I, you know, that, that those things are cool. I'm not poo-pooing on them or the people. But like, the the thing I found was like, you know, we, we would get a meeting. And we, we set up a bunch of meetings, you know, and we never done nothing like this, man. It's the first time. And I was, you know... Excited because I'm I'm in a place where I feel like I'm trying to, I'm trying my best to die to ego before this thing even lifts off and I'm saying and I'm praying to God and I'm saying God if it's meant to be you got it if it's taking you away from like if it's taking me away from the road you want me on take it away from me I don't want it and he you know whatever but uh, these meetings got set up dude so I'm sitting with these people that have done it, have sold this feature and they one of them won an Oscar on this this thing in the 90s and now he's doing other things and and I'm, I'm I'm you know no people you know I don't know but they they made films and so uh so now I'm sitting there and every person of the person man and 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 this is what I want to talk to you about cuz you said something a lot different on the phone and it, and it sparked my interest like I'm you know I wish we could have recorded our phone conversation uh, me too man I wish I wish we did too yeah so yeah but uh but uh Actually, I did. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, but uh, in these meetings, dog, like um, each person to the person was sent looking at me and my partner 
and and total respect and I get it but they're all saying like not enough money not enough time you're not going to do it because ABCD I have no money to give you I have nothing to tell you other than like feed the crew well or like you know take them to the movies in the middle of the shoot and keep the spirits up and uh and respect like you know it's tips and it's and it's you know kindness for the time like we're nobody you know and in the eyes of an industry we're really nobody and I got that uh but it was interesting. It was it was it was a, a very cool thing to go through. Now that I'm looking back on it, because it was like we got to figure it out by hook or crook um, how yeah. this thing's going to get made, and we did. And and uh, I got a lot of people to thank for that. But but with you, man, like you were saying in, in our in our phone conversation, it's like you know people are going to look at you that you know Mikey's 26. And Mikey, you know, made a couple music videos, made some short films, and he's maybe looking to make a feature down the road. He's looking at you, talking to you right now and saying, you know, dang, like I could learn a lot from Adam. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been amongst this thing, you're, you're working in it right now, and you're doing very well. Like in our eyes, you know, we're, we're looking at you and we're saying, look at this guy. And, and you're giving us our time. And that's what I hit on before. And what you said in our phone call was like, I want to like be real with the people, the artists who are coming behind me and leave them something to say like, you know, this is, I hope this is helpful. I hope I can help you in your road because this road's treacherous. Like this, there's so many pitfalls and traps and like, you're right when you say that. It's not, it's not clean and squeaky and you could, you know, do it for this many years and make sure you do this and then you'll be there. And um, a lot of people are out to get you. A lot of people are out to like, take from you, take your stories, take your time, take your money, uh, take your dreams and, and, and just be like, you're not good enough and, and you're not pretty enough and you, you got scars on your face. So like, fuck you. And, uh, and, and, and I just think that's awesome, dude. So I want to say that. And I think it's super important. And I just respect you for doing that. But like, what is your thoughts on that? Giving, leaving something, trying to, trying to assist an artistry that's like coming up behind you. Maybe not necessarily agree on the stories or the, the way they're being told or whatever, but like you're trying to keep a pure artistry moving forward. Like, like trying to keep the fire alive, you know? I think, you know, man, like, everybody's way is their own way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's like, everybody wants to know, like, the way or the path. And it's like, I, I can say what what's like, you know, what's like worked for me, but, I, but it, that may not be for somebody else. But I, I think for me, it's like, there are, there are certain things that are universal, like showing up, working hard, being on time, you know, know knowing your stuff, working on your craft, knowing, I hate that word craft, but it's like knowing, knowing your- Why do you hate that word, if you don't mind me asking? I don't know, man. It's got this like craft, you know, like nothing's dumber than like this. You know, it's it's like, you know, I sat down with this dude who's- um, uh, you know, sat down with this dude who's a, a EMT and just hearing his stories and talking to him and like, you know, he's like, you know, doing chest compressions on, on people and trying to keep them alive. And I'm over here like talking about sandcastles. You know what I mean? <laughs> I so you. it's like, there is a little bit of that. Yeah, and yeah, I, okay. I love this, but I also hate it. But But it's also like, man, Yeah, there's so many, there's so many things about that. I, I guess just being like 
really simple about it. It's like them stars out of your eyes. Keep your feet on the ground, right. you know, stay humble, um, you know, be consistent, execute, have the discipline to like be consistent and, and like get shit done. You know, the, the best thing that happened to me was, was COVID because I had to, I had to teach to make ends meet. Nobody was buying shit. The town shut down. People moved back to wherever they were, you know, from and came out here pursuing some kind of a dream and they all, you know, left Armageddon, like California was jacked, but, uh, you know, I'm reading all these scripts and then I went to this, uh, script coverage company. So I was, I was blazing through, you know, 20 scripts a week and given notes and, and cared about those notes and, and knew that the writers would care about that. They're, they're trying to get coverage on their scripts. So I was like blazing. I read hundreds of scripts and then, you know, critique those scripts and then w- was grading and helping and helping people understand, you know, structure and character development and character arcs. And, and it just made me a better writer. And, and, you know, so diversifying, finding ways to understand because, you know, filmmaking is a collaborative process. So learn, you know, what everybody's doing and work on yourself, figure your own shit out, man. Like, you know, we got enough, the, the graveyard is full know of of the tortured artist i mean yeah and and people think they got to be you know broken to make something and that's just it's not the case you know you can you can have your shit together and get it done and there's and do not buy what's being sold right like that again i'm just speaking me i'm not i'm not like going like come hear the sermon on the mount like i'm not doing that like i'm i'm just saying what my experience has been yeah. and what it's been you know particularly <laughs> for the past 2 years which which is uh i don't buy what hollywood sells like i just don't i'm here to tell the stories that i know or the things that i'm interested in you know that's the thing i'm writing the sci-fi thing right now which is you know, really dope and really fun because it pertains to a certain aspect of technology that I've always been fascinated about. So I get to learn, I get to become a student of that thing that I'm interested in that I did not know. And, and always having that, Oh, like that desire to learn and, and go learn something and, and grow and come out on the other end, a different and a changed individual, evolve, grow, fall down, pick yourself up. Like, these are kind of universal principles that I think everybody could benefit from. Mm. But this whole Hollywood selling thing, man, like either now it's either before it was just this thing and you brought it up. You said star worship, you said, uh, you know, these red carpet kind of things. I understand like, you know, the necessity of these things to sell which are just becoming more and more useless as the day goes by. Like it's, it actually isn't necessary at all, Mm -hmm. but you, and that's again, my opinion, who cares about my opinion, who gives a fuck, but, but it's like, 
there's that, this ego-fueled, like, I'm the center of the universe, you know, exceptionalism, stars, icons, you know, that kind of a thing. They're selling that. Yeah. Like, this person's better than you. This person's smarter than you. They're more beautiful than you. They're more talented than you. You're, you ain't shit. Kind of a thing. We have these private, you know, this private party, which used to just be the Oscars. And I think people do need to be celebrated. We need to celebrate, you know, the arts and, and those things. But when it's like, well, this year I'm going to be going to the Independent Spirit Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards, the People's Choice Awards, the Oscars, the Golden Globes, the MTV Movie Awards, the VH1 Awards, the BET Awards, you know, like all these, all these fucking award shows for somebody who just plays pretend. And we're not even celebrating the army of people that it takes to make this thing. We're just looking at the director, photographer, special effects, actors mostly, because that's what people are here to see, and occasionally a writer, but nobody gives a fuck about that, right? Mm -hmm. So it it does set up this system. Mm That's the thing that's been packaged for years and sold. Mm. Then over here now, we've got fake authenticity, mm. which is being sold. And, and I'm not buying it. Like This listen, is interesting, I'm, man. I'm so grateful for my time as a bodyguard. And I did security at the Golden Globes one year. I ran security, checking people into the green room. And then uh, also... Uh, the media tent uh, for the Academy Awards and then a bunch of other award shows and galas and different ceremonies and stuff around town. So those guys, it's the valets, the security guys, the assistants, you know, the PAs, like there, you want to know what time it is. Like they'll let you know, Mm. like they'll let you know. And there are people that are really lovely to throw one out. Like, Keanu Reeves, he's freaking incredible, dude. Like, and I, I got to sit down and talk to that dude. Um, you know, there's a, a thing just recently that fell on my radar that's circled me back around to him. Um, and just very genuine and, and down to earth. But see, it's like that thing. It's like, why do we want that? I had a lot of time to think about it. We want artists to be more elevated and enlightened and Mm. we want them to be good people Mm. because they paint with emotion. So whether it's music, whether it's painting, whether it's movies, whatever it is, we're sitting there and we're emotionally affected by whatever it is they're doing. You know, we're getting inspired by Braveheart, you know, his speech as he's, you know, running up and down and talking to the soldiers and talking about freedom. You know, we watch Gladiator, we watch, you know, whatever it is. Man on Fire is one of my favorite freaking movies on on planet Earth. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) I always get into arguments with people about this movie. Like Denzel and Dakota Fanning, like their performances are just so dope. And when they meet each other on the bridge, I'm crying. Like, yeah. it's over. It's yeah. I'm done for a week. <laughs> Playing the soundtrack in my car. You know, it's amazing. We, we feel that. Go, well, that person's a wizard. They're able to make me cry. All of a sudden, what the hell? I'm crying. Yeah. And your, your body's going, well, Denzel is making me cry. Mm-hmm. I must be an elevated individual, higher being. Mm-hmm. Because he's able to do this thing. It's like the bullfighters in the ring, you know, when the bull 
goes past, they say, ole, you know, which comes from, you know, God is with us mm. is what they're saying. Like they're in the presence of God because they're able to dodge the bull, you know, and get this emotional reaction out of the crowd. So, you know, we want that. Yeah. It, it's not real. There are really horrible fucking people that can make you cry, make you laugh. There's look at the comedians. You know, there's comedians that can tell jokes and they're just super skilled and just slay on stage and they're really fucking terrible people. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's people. So I get a little it what this wave that's kind of coming through. I appreciate that people are trying to be more honest and open. Look, man, that's one of the reasons why I'm talking to you. Like, is this guy for real? Does he do you pray? Like, do you really pray? Like, are you just full of shit and you're trying to sell me something? I'm going to reach out to this dude because I saw your video clip and it made me feel kind of a way. I'm going to hit this dude. So I, you know, we start talking and I'm like, really is this way? Oh, that's interesting. I can get down with this guy. You're, you know, reminds me of my cousin. Like, I feel like we can, we can talk. The side of that is when CAA or WME starts saying, hey, you need to uh, you need to start being authentic and honest in your interviews. Be vulnerable. Yeah. Talk about something from your past. They start packaging and selling honesty and authenticity. It's dishonest. It's inauthentic. It's it's pandering. It's a it's a Chevy commercial. Do you know for you know? a fact that's going on? Like like uh, packaging. Like uh, oh, I need you to tell a story on this interview about your past and make sure that comes up because we need authenticity from you, who so and so. That's that's some that's some that's some scary stuff. That's very scary stuff because then you don't. It's it's dis it's Homelander. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah, yeah. You're on the boys. Yeah, he's. Sitting you know, staring at the camera with that crazy ass smile, talking about, you know, his his family and his time at home. And right. His blue collar family values. Yeah. And it's like, you know, uh, my, you know, so to answer that part of the question, put a pin in it and then I'll, we'll, because you and I talked about this before. Don't believe the hype. Mm. Whatever that hype is, whatever they're selling try to mimic it don't be the don't be the 20th person on tiktok that's that's redoing the you know voiceover from zoolander don't be that guy like there's 20 other people who did it before you it's the weirdest thing i get on instagram and and tiktok and i'm like seeing hundreds of people telling the same joke i'm like why are we doing why are we all mimicking each other because it's popular look at all the likes that they have this must be good no like and not to knock him, I'm not taking him down. I hear wonderful things. I hear it's great. It's great. But do you honestly believe that Dwayne The Rock Johnson, every day that's how he's living? Oh, come on. No? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not taking him down. Again, I'm not knocking. Like, I'm in no position to, like, knock the, I don't fucking know him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, good morning, everybody. Are we going to go get it today? Are we going to get it? <laughs> I'm getting it. I was listening to John Williams this morning as I was doing my 800th rep, and I was thinking about my character Black Adam that uh, I helped in the script and I helped produce. 
And I, 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 you know what I mean? But I'm just a guy just like you. I'm just a regular person just like you. It feels that way. Just like you in my gold, four-story gold's gym that's in the basement underneath my 20-car garage, right? I'm just like you. No, you're not. Not at all. You're not. No. And so... You know, and I, you know, and there's another side of this that's even more insidious. Where like I just know too much, know too much, man. Yeah, like yeah. I was the dude standing there where they're like, take my coat, disregard the needles and the blow in the pockets. You know, yeah. or the guy like, hey, my wife's gonna come out in a little bit. Like if you could, um, you know, just take around the corner and dip. Cause I gotta, I gotta go this other route. I got these honeys waiting for me around the corner. You know what I'm saying? So like. You know, you go this way, I go this way. Like security, you get to see. You get to kind of peek behind the curtain and go, oh, my guy who's just up on stage getting all the girls crying and sobbing about how much he loves his wife and the family values and this, that, and the other just dipped off the stage early because he said he's got to rush on a plane to get back home to his woman to read a good night story to his daughter. And he just dipped out with three hookers up to the, you know, presidential suite you know that's the that's the that's the world that's why i think the boys is one of the best fucking shows about hollywood you want to know what hollywood's like it's like go watch that show but you're being fed versus what's really happening and the illusions that we allow that's right in our own that's right right like mother's milk is still letting his daughter have a superhero themed birthday party when he knows that food on her birthday cake is a rapist. Right, right. You know what I mean? And he's still like, happy birthday, honey, blow out those candles. Yeah. I tried to kill that guy one time, but you know, yeah. he's home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's Hollywood. Hollywood's a, you know, it's a SM brothel, you know, <laughs> filled with necrophiliacs. <laughs> Oh, so bad, dude. Oh, I'm sorry, man. No, I'm just crushing that dream. Just no, no. It's but, it's bro. Do we? I have a question. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Can, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Is this just like a necessary evil, or is it? Is there a world where there can be, you know, just story first? Is that possible? Oh, there you go. Hell yeah. Is Absolutely. it possible? That's the dream, right? There. That's the dream. That's the dream I'm on. I'm not worried about that. That necrophilia fucking, <laughs> you know, like craziness <laughs> out there. I, I'm good on that. That we're living in? Yeah. Hey, but guess what? We build it. We make it. Yeah. It. That's it. One block at a time. Bro, this thing, this thing that I'm working on right now, man, I had, look, I had a blast writing this script and making these pitch decks and materials and all this stuff for this project that I'm doing with, with Joe Carnahan. I had a fucking blast, you know, working on this script and, and same thing, creating all this materials. Cause that was the other thing. It was like, well, I wrote the script. That should be enough. And people are like, no, you mm-hmm. need, you need visuals, you need a right. deck, you need a Bible. So I'm right. like, well, let me, let me go back. Let me learn graphic design let me learn some art let me look at some tools that some people are using let me put together my own decks and so then i started doing that i had a blast with lynch and um you know uh 
the the two projects that I'm working on now are just freaking dope, man. Yeah. Like working with with Patrick Muldoon, who's such a freaking psycho. I love him so much. <laughs> I love the Patrick's Patrick Himmler and Patrick Muldoon. Shout out, shout out. Shia, like you know, in in Shia, and I just like we talked about a a project recently, but like honestly, man, for the past like two years, me and him have just been talking about life and kids and work and not even film work like just like no i was praying for him he was praying for me no you brought up prayer do do you okay i'm gonna put you on the spot motherfucker do it bro let's go you difficult to talk about prayer like you mentioned yeah yeah not anymore not anymore but it it came with that that fucking Doug, I hate, I hate, you you did put me on the spot, man, because I fucking (laughs) hate that thing that I do, and I'm like, I hope no one listens to me and thinks like, he's, he's a fucking loser, he's, 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 he's not being honest, I'm being honest when I say like, I, I probably, and I, and I gotta sign a contract with God saying like, Listen, you may not get a dollar from any movie you ever fucking make or act in or write or whatever. And are you cool with that? And I really got to say, like, it hurts. It fucking hurts, dude. Like, I don't want that. That's not in my heart. I don't want that. But I know that, like, my prayer life, when it got better, it helped me boil down this fucking, like, beautiful thing about story and, like, what what God put me in relation to the story and why i'm so attracted to it and why i see story through him and why i could be a vessel for that thing and not 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 in a fucking i get passionate man i'm sorry dog i, I really don't mean to curse i really don't mean to uh, uh I, just, I just and i'm not knocking and i'm not knocking anybody's hustle i think it's beautiful that like like the homie can can do he could crank out the the procedurals and like make a I think that's a that's a and that's the word you hate craft. That's a real tool. That's a real like you could feed your family on that. That's a beautiful thing. I'm not knocking. I'm just saying like I can paint a wall and I could I could serve some coffee and I could you know hustle and do my thing and, and feed my family too and still tell story in in a way uh, or not or not tell story and I have to be okay with that too. But prayer was the thing that like it started to change that view in my life. Everything was me me me. It was fucking. You know, I have a big heart. I've always had a big heart, but and I always love people, but I always seek love from people. That was my fucking, that was my Achilles heel, I guess. That was going to be it till I died. And then uh, this prayer life really is, it's just changing the way I see people. It's, I'm not, I'm not, they're not, I acquire this love from this man right here. He's my best friend. And then, and then, well, I got him. So now like, what about you? You know, what can I do? What, what song and dance can I do to, to, and God gave me because that's where prayer turns into a David Koresh situation. Oh, that's fucking scary. Yeah, that's scary. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm off it. I'm off it, dude. If, if I have, you know, if everyone fucking leaves me, I got to be cool oh, with that. I've, listen, man, I've been through AA. I've seen people do AA alcoholically. Right, 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 right. Where they, where all of a sudden it's like, yo, this is my meeting. Are you going to come to my meeting? Or are you going to come right. to my, all right, this is my meeting? Oh, they, they didn't show up to my meeting. What the fuck? Like, that's my meeting. Like, like bro what have you been doing monday through saturday right. just meetings just talking to people right. i've been doing this thing and if you don't you know and all of a sudden it's like they're like a, a dictator mm. of, a, of a of a thing and yeah. it becomes a mechanism for control and mm. i'm like ah. 
That's not. That's no. not. <laughs> dude, dude, 100%. But this is the thing is like, I'm, I'm suspicious of all organizations. Right on. Like, right it, on. it just, you know, I, now we're getting into the religion, which yes, is cool. Sir. Yes, sir. But like, I, I, you know, it's like, you know, I was raised Mormon. Yes, sir. And, and like being in that environment, I'm, I'm like, oh, like, really? Like, this is what, really? Yeah. Like, we're doing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like stuff. Like, what's <laughs> going on here? Like, Joseph Smith had how many wives? Like, what's going on? Right, right, right. Like, you're telling me what I can eat and drink and da, 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 da. And you're laying all this stuff on me and like control. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And by the way, I got dirt on every single one of you. <laughs> you know, like that kind of a thing. Oh, and then, and that became, at a very young age, the model. The model that I've just recently broke. Mm. You know? I know I know. a second ago I was like, this motherfucker, I've seen this guy do this and this and this. You know, five years ago, I used to be like, ah, fuck this fool. You know what he's done? I saw this guy do this. Mm -hmm. I saw this guy do that. You know mm -hmm. what I've seen? I've seen this. You think this guy's hot shit? Guess what? I've seen this dude, you know, <laughs> freaking participating in all kinds of reprehensible behavior. Now, I just don't care. Yeah. And now it's just like, I see you. I know what you're about. Cool. Good to see you. All right. Move. I got to I gotta find this guy. Yeah. You know, I got to find those like-minded people that are just like, yo, let's get to work. Let's, let's make something. Right on. You know, we, they don't want to talk about the aesthetics of the, of the car, the philosophy of building. Like they just want to get in, get their hands dirty, work, you know, discover, discover the truth of, of something and get it done. Yeah. And sometimes that's in film and sometimes it isn't. But you talking about prayer is like, that that's the funny thing is that, you know, then I, I was in AA and I saw that organization and then I gravitated to those personalities that are like, this isn't just AA, this is my AA. You're now a part of my group, you know? Right, right. And like, why am I gravitating to this dude? Oh, it's because this is how I was raised, right? Ah. Like this, this is the structure I came from. Yeah. And then I'm like, Fuck you. You ain't sober. Fuck you. You're lying. I seen you doing this thing the other week. You're full of shit. You da, 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 da. All right, I'm out. And then blow it up yeah. and, and burn the bridge. Yeah. And martial arts, same thing. I was involved in martial arts, worked my way up, got my black belt in American wow. Kempo. And then when I got to the top, I was like, this dude said he served in the military. He's full of shit. He never served. You know, I looked up his military record. Your sensei is full of shit. Wow. You know, this guy, blah, 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 I'm out. You know, poof, and then they're trying to clean up that mess. It was all true. But then I'm like, why am I doing that? Uh, why am I doing that? Mm. Spending so much time, <laughs> you know, working and coming up. And meanwhile, going, I got your number. I got your number. I got your number. You know? Right. It's like. I don't need to do that. Yeah. I, don't need to, I don't need to do that. I just need to, you know, make good work, do good things. Um, yeah, and just make good work. And prayer is a big part of that, man. Prayer, meditation, so your head's right, making sure your area's right. We, we talked about putting on 
before you go. That's right. Well, and you're like, you're of the Christian persuasion, yeah? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But I'm also not like poo-poo on anyone else because I think that just my my one-on-one with God is is my one-on-one. That's how I see it. I mean, a lot of people get that twisted too. You know, like people, you know, I've I've got this really good friend of mine who's, um, you know, he's, he's Christian reads the Bible every day and we have conversations about it. Cause growing up the way that I grew up, we had to, Yeah, I've read the Bible front to back multiple times, then studied biblical Hebrew so I could understand like what it said. Um, in its language, not in a language that was translated by people who already had a religious slant on what they were reading. Right. And, and so which is not to knock it. It's just saying like it went through a filter. I just wanted to kind of like, go around all that yeah people have always gotten on this thing of like you know we'll be you know there's all this like like somehow like jesus was like hey man like we're all cool like everything's good but like jesus busted people up like yeah jack and fools he went into the he went into the temple and like flipped over tables with whipping dudes with a you know a whip that he he made that had pieces of bone and rock, you know, in it, like braided his own whip uh-huh. and spent the time just like, oh, you're going to, you are all going to catch one. You're going to catch it. As soon as I finish this thing, <laughs> you guys are done. Yeah. And they went in and just, you know, went berserk. And, and, you know, when they came to him, called them vipers mm-hmm. and, and uh, serpents and yeah. liars yeah. and thieves and, you know, he wasn't afraid to call things out. Um, it's, it's interesting, man. Like we, we all kind of gravitate to these things that we, we want the world explained to us, mm-hmm. you know? And I get really nervous, which is why I get nervous with this interaction with you, is because I get nervous about putting people the way. And I, I try to just go, look, man, like, Working hard, showing up, doing those kinds of things, playing consistency, pushing yourself, learning new things. That's universal. Everybody can benefit from that. So I'm just going to leave it there. Hey, okay. Um, because I, I don't like saying, follow me. Because right. right. people who are out there right now saying, follow me. Like, follow, follow, follow my YouTube. Just click the subscribe button. Just follow me, literally. Um, listen to my podcast. Listen to my thing. Follow me. I'll show you the way. It's like, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that, man. Like, yeah, I know. I know. It seems like the ramblings of a madman, but I've I've just seen too much, and the the people that say and follow them are um, a lot of them are full of shit. And, and yes, going back, uh, this is my ADD in full effect. I asked a question earlier about um, are agencies really doing that? Yes, 100% do. They're crafting like whether they're authentic or not, they're crafting people that you will want to follow. So what's, what's hot right now? Like what's the thing? Well, 
provocateurs, like people that are just stirring shit up. The guy who's walking into the hood and walking up, you know, past people that are, you know, minding their own business and, and trying to live their lives and put food on the table and going, what's up, homie? What's up with you? What's up with you? And then they get into a fight. Oh, it's a joke. There's a camera. Mm-hmm. There's that to get your attention because that's hot. It's whatever's hot they're going to try to sell you. Yeah. And right now, the thing that's coming up hot and the reason I wanted to speak with you because I haven't interviewed with anybody for like a, a year is this fake authenticity bullshit hype train. This like self-help fucking bullshit mm. like it's not that self-help is bullshit not that authenticity is bullshit but when you're packaging it and i know you're full of shit then then i gotta go i, I gotta take a shot i gotta take a shot at you mm. why no and somebody asked me that they said it's not your responsibility will you care when i'm having conversations with my kids and they're going oh this guy's really cool or this girl's really amazing like i'm listening to what she's saying i'm like this person's really about like, do you know what they're really doing again the homelander thing like everybody's going to homelander and holding up signs well, what if that's your kid holding up a sign of homelander and you know that dude is raping and pillaging yeah you no know? you gotta you gotta pull your son's side and go no man like this isn't this isn't real this yeah. is bullshit um yeah that's why i care i care because i got kids you know mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to, trying to put it out there, but it is very real. They're trying to, they're trying to package this, this shit, man. I'll, I'll even say like, come aspects, not the movement, but aspects, people are going to be like, Oh God, he's done. (laughs) But aspects of the me too movement. Let me, let me clarify that clearly as possible that there are, uh, female perpetrators that are out there screaming the loudest about me too, mm. who are perpetrators themselves and, or, or that's one class or they were groomers. They were people that went out and got people for the perpetrators. Mm. Like Harvey Weinstein didn't act mm. in a bubble any more than Jeffrey Epstein yeah. operated alone. Mm. Like he did it. Mm. He had Maxwell like, Weinstein had a bunch of people that were out going like, you want to meet with Harvey? Okay, come here. And, you know, everybody from an, you know, assistants to stars to actresses. And the second that that dude got impaled, like, you know, Dracula by Van Helsing, you know, in the court of public opinion and in an actual court, these, these, you know, some, I'm not saying all, I'm just saying some, there are a few that would go out there and go, ah, and you know screaming ah me too and they're on twitter and they're going crazy and it's like but you were you were throwing the net mm. the net out grabbed a bunch of people and brought them into his office the fuck are you doing out there mm-hmm. well, it's because the agency's like yo we gotta get ahead of this like yeah. you gotta get out there and be like in front right. of everybody so when you see that much smoke and mirrors and everybody's like poof and everybody's you know a business card after a flash paper and a dove comes out of their sleeve, like you get sick of the tricks and you're like, I just want to do stories with good people. Right on. Fuck, fuck everything you guys are doing. And by the way, dude, you don't need to be in LA to do that. You could be right where you are 
Like the filmmaking and, and film and television is a global market. Not have to come to LA. Don't. <laughs> you don't. You really don't. Um, yeah. Future generation. Don't move to LA. Hey, there we go. That's a headline right there. I want to add to that. I think there there is like, it's, the more I think about it, it's almost like a war on authenticity. Because oh. it's, it's so easily manipulated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's hard to differentiate that when you're just a viewer of someone actually being like purely authentic. Yeah. Right? It's like you can put that in like a bubble and like look at both of them and like the manufacturer could be like, you know, you put a black square on your Instagram and now, you know, the company checks, you know, you're an actor and they check you got it. So you're going to be in the movie right. over someone else. Right, you know what I mean? right, right, right. But, but that actual like pure thing can get overshadowed by something completely fake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's the scary world we're living in. Well, it probably does more, more often yeah. than not is what you're saying. Like it's, and that, you, that breeds way more. Often, what was that? Yeah, how, how do you know? That's the thing. It's like, I had a conversation with somebody, you know, about somebody who I know very well. And I'm just like, yo, like you need to stay, you need to steer clear. Mm -hmm. Well, this person never did anything to me. This is this is bad, like criminal bad, mm. like, like jail time bad, right? You got to steer clear. Oh, I don't know. They seem nice. Well, I want to believe that this is a nice person. That's when I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Like I'm giving you facts, dates, times. Yeah. You know, one one person, I was like, here's a here's a police report. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is what's going on. Like, you got to be careful. And they're like, no, no, it can't be, can't be. I just feel like so much noise. Like, how do we, how do we determine like truth? Uh. Seems like truth does, has lost its thing. Like we used to have like some parameters to go. This is right. This is wrong. Maybe this is true. This is false. This is accurate information. This isn't. Just like everything's propaganda. We are all, myself included, yeah. we, we are all our own propaganda machines. So how the fuck do we know what's real and what's not? That's right. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, at this oh. point, it's like, I mean, <laughs> it's really not possible, really. Well, it is a way of looking at it through a lens of like, if, if we're all propaganda machines and we're all... Uh, we're all selling a thing, right? I think that only exists in personal things. I don't think it can exist in like a, like a the world. Like, you know? like, like, are you trying to say like we're not meant? Like, to... I know what we went through. You right. know, like right. we know, like we had certain things that we went through that we have this relationship right now. Right. And you know, someone you could, but you could tell that to you could tell that to Adam, and he'll he can believe it. Right. Or you can't. Or you can tell a screen that, or a camera, yeah. and then in a movie, a hundred people will say, "Yeah, they believe it or they don't." Yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. How do how do you how do you label thing as as a, as honest authenticity? Um, I think, bro, what do you think about like having like a? It scares me because what we're talking about is with the CAA shit and and performers and, and fucking people are really good at making you feel things, but like, don't you think we have like this internal like? though you're an actor yeah right i i got my start acting so i think that's another thing like 
comedians or actors or whatever. And I'm not knocking comedians and I'm not knocking actors. I'm just saying that when someone's performing, we can kind of clock that yeah, a, lot, a lot of times. Sure. You go, ah. Yeah, but I think for yeah. I've, I've been thinking about this the whole time is – what were you gonna say? I, got, I was like, you're on it, but I think you you sniffed because you're you're an actor too. You sniffed out what I was gonna say. I'm I'm, I'm I think like there's an internal fucking register, a thermo barometer of of dishonesty and honesty, and when someone's really fucking going through a thing, you could see it and you could say, damn, like mm -hmm. you know, I I get their struggle here. I, I registers in my in my in my bones in my skin, but. uh Someone's pushing a thing, like you, you feel the push, and you, and you and and I do, you know, me speaking personally, I just I don't like that too much. I, if I could see it, if I could see your work, my teacher used to say, "You see the work, it's not good." And uh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like you that. See the sleight of hand. Yeah, you know. yeah. The manipulation, the push of like, see, see how human I am, see how much I feel, see how, mm. see I'm crying. Look. <laughs> Yeah. I feel so deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I have, I have empathy. I, I also know that's 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 the give me love thing. That's it's a different way of working it. But um, they're they're yeah. looking for that same thing. That's right. That's right. Their way of going about it. Adam, you 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 you're an observer, man. You're an observer <laughs> of people, dude. And like you were talking about the writing, you're talking about the acting, you're talking about your work as a human being and what you're going to leave behind for future generations. And and as observing people, man, observing people, you've done it your whole life. And it seems to be something that you, you're attracted to, something you've always done. Like, in the observation of all people, if you could have a dream right now, you fall asleep tonight, you see everyone you've ever seen before and, and you're able to spend time with them, talk with them and all these things and... What would be something that you can say like confidently, like almost everyone to the person that I've ever come across, they desire this thing or they do this thing or they impress me with this thing. Like, not that everyone's, I don't, I don't even want to say that. Like, I'll just leave well, it there. That's, cool. that's a cool question. Like, you know, my, um, my best friend uh in the world um is this guy noah danby and i've i've known this dude it seems like you guys have like a uh like a, a very very similar kind of a like a brotherhood like a friendship yeah um you know this this guy's my brother and i, I have a brother you know my, my brother josh is a is a great guy and and, uh, you know, I've known Noah a long time and we've always been honest with each, with each other. There's been zero deception ever. At least that I can tell. Watch tomorrow. I find out <laughs> but, but, you know, like he's just always just hasn't pulled any punches and we've always, kind of, you know, been very real with each other. But um, he, on top of being an actor who's the IMDb just goes on forever. He's done security forever. And worked, you know, front doors at some of the biggest clubs out there, um, biggest venues, biggest, you know, you name it, like handling VIPs and, you know, uh, Toronto Film Festival, like everything under the sun. He's a great observer of people. And think, you know, somebody said one time, like, everybody just wants to be loved. 
I love that. That like resonates. Like I, I like that, but I know some motherfuckers that don't. Mm. Um, I, I'm not a psychologist. Like I can, but I definitely get the feeling that that's not what they're about. They don't want that. Maybe, maybe love got twisted back, back when somewhere, but that's not, that's not what they're seeking. That's not what they're, they're going after. I do know that everybody that I've seen consistently across the board, no matter who they are, want to at some point in time be heard. They want it. They want to listen to and feel like, you know, feel like that what they're communicating is, is getting through. I got, man, I got that when I was, you know, out on the street, like you see these people that are just like mumbling to themselves and get a little bit of sitting down and listening to somebody, even if they're just like, you know, I'm a whiskey tornado, you know, man, I'm snowfall. I'm, I'm a desk. Jehovah told me this, you know, like whatever. Yeah. If you sit it, sit with it for a little bit, mania and the manic kind of, nature at least in the people that i came in contact with started to settle a little bit and they were like oh my god this person's listening to me it which is all also why when i walk down the street why all the time people come up and just you know like almost people just they just make a beeline to me because i'll, I'll like listen but you they, they want to be heard they want to they want to know that they've been listened to is really, dude, that's, no, man, like movies, so what? Like that should all disappear. One EMP goes off. Nobody's going to, you know, our whole movies are done. They're just that's dust. True. Who gives a shit? That's like it's, it's something that we do. Yeah. But like memories, they can continue. It does relate to storytelling because if I can have a cool conversation with you, maybe you pass that off, you know, Adam was telling me, you tell your kid, Adam was telling me this story, this story back when, and then that kid grows up and he goes, you know, your grandfather used to tell me this story. Right. And then, you know, your great grandfather told your grandfather a story and now I'm going to tell you, you know, it's Christopher Walken telling the story of the watch on the, on the fucking kangaroo. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, I just think people want to be heard. And I think that's a, that's a big part. I think if, if, you know, coming from a guy who's rambling like he's, you know, down to 300 milligrams of Adderall. Uh, I just I just think that, like, you know, uh, I, 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 I love hearing people's stories. Mm. You know, like we went out the other day and just we're sitting down with this cool couple and got to hear their stories of like how they met and what they were working on and what they were doing and. I think that's the only thing that we leave behind. It's, I think that's the real legacy is like, you know, the memories. Mm. Just want to make that mark on the wall of the cave. And it's not in something physical. It's not in, you know, that'll decay. But we continue on, you know. Eventually the human race will die out for sure. But I just think leaving something behind for the people that came behind you, eventually somebody's going to go, wow. This thing that was left for me, where did, where did this come from? And then they trace it back to you and you're remembered. I think people just want to be remembered. Mm. They want to be heard. They want to be remembered. Mm.
Mm. Uh, I think even more than loved, he understood. No, but you, I mean, you dug for what it. Do you think? What do you think? I think all people want to be loved, Adam Simon. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're, you're that guy. <laughs> no, I definitely am that, guy. that guy. I'll tell you what, sure. I, I definitely am that guy. And, 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 I love that about you. That's yeah, cool. I, I'm a cornball with that, man. I do. I do. I, but but, but I, I agree with you. I think that somewhere along the line, he said it briefly, but I think somewhere along the line, you see people who are like, I just want to be loved, man. And, and the definition of love has gotten twisted up by abuse by you know past experiences that you you fucked up and you've twisted that definition for yourself and now you seek other things to fill that hole um that's my belief man but 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 yeah where is this set up by the way where is this where we are right now yeah this is this is a kitchen. kitchen kitchen converted studio so like is this your house or is this this is mine that's mike's apartment here and then what what are not giving away your secret <laughs> coordinations, but like what city are you guys in? I'm like uh ten minutes outside of New York. Okay, cool. So when you guys get the chance talking about family and cool people, these are the coolest, coolest people I've ever met. Via Como. I knew yes. it. I knew it. Shout, <laughs> shout out Via Como. I still gotta go. What's that? Tell him, Adam. Tell him what it is. It's uh dude, so um uh, it's amazing, incredible. And this may be your last thing. Because we're two hours in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Beautiful woman that's in my life. Uh, her, uh, we went out and spent time, which is crazy, dude, because I was right down the road from you. Like right here. It's literally down really? the road. It really me because we had started, we were chatting already. Had I, you know, not been such an idiot, I would have, if I had listened more, I'd have been like, bro, just come, come join me. Um, and we would have gotten you guys fed, but it's in New. Am I saying this right? New Bergen, New Bergen, Bergen, North Bergen, North Bergen. Oh, oh, I work there. That's, what, that's, that's where good. Mikey works. <laughs> okay, so this is called the <laughs> the hot spot. It's a restaurant. Man. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. gelato spot. Oh, and man. a restaurant across the street. I mean, yeah, dude. So shout it, out. It, yeah, we gotta go. Giacomo, man, Giacomo's spot, and uh, uh, Giacomo is the is the chef. But Vico Gelato, Vico, seven nine zero one, Line Avenue in North Bergen, New Jersey. Oh man, best gelato you will have in your life. And across the street is their restaurant, and it is, dude, it's so ill. Like they they use. The eggs, they make everything there. The guys that are making the gelato are like doing boxing like in the back <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. fucking each other up and, and then going inside and making gelato. It's the craziest <laughs> thing. Um, and it's just really dope. Like I had to plug that because yeah. it's kind of the essence of what we're talking about. Like when we went out there, I met this dude, his wife and their kids. They welcomed us into their home and, and you know, we posted up there for a couple of weeks and it was like, oh, yeah, like he's got, you know, this just this amazing family around him and great co-workers and good friends. And, and I was like, oh, so, you know, this is actually achievable, like having this kind of ecosystem of just 
shit and really honest with each other and, and really great. And it seems like you guys got that. And you have your, like, it's like a acting conservatory or what? It, what yeah, is that? Yeah, yeah. My boy Adam, um, so he's, he's my business partner. He's my one of my best buddies. He, uh, we we shot our film in Dallas because my he's from just outside of Dallas his whole life and so we used to he used to live in New York City that's where we met and then he moved out there with his wife uh, during COVID and when we got this production company up and running the, our whole basis of story we tell him was like you know let's tell it in, st- in places that maybe people don't want to go or people that feel like they're not being seen on screen and let's also take the 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 thing about acting that we love so much the the purity of this like technique we've learned. And try our best to distill it into a, a one-year program that we can, first of all, have like a home base and and do it in a way that we can survive. And then also offer online courses, you know, in the best way we can. Not a full way. You won't get the, it just can't, I can't do it. You could, He couldn't do it. We can't do it online. It's not going to, you won't get the same, uh, at least that's our belief. I can't, I can't give you what I've learned in a, in a two-hour Zoom, you know. So, um I can give you some tips. I can give you the th- some things that I can I can analyze about what you're doing and try to help you on your auditions and things like that. And he's he's very good at it. He's been doing it for a year and change now. Uh, but the in person classes are in Dallas Fort Worth and they're fucking awesome. Um, that Anytown Actors Lab, uh, that's our partner on the, on the program. And then Anytown Pictures is the company. And and uh, listen to a, a past interview you did, bro. Um, Boxcar. Yeah. How, how, how are we doing? What's, what's, what's the, is that still the production company? Yeah. I mean, it, Boxcar was kind of representative of like an old me. Okay. You know, because it was like, so that came from, <laughs> it actually came from like Joe, uh, Joe Carnahan was the guy who he called me Boxcar Willie. That was the, that was the first thing because I would be like riding on the train, so I would always take the train. Oh, I did hop on at a Union Station, and I go up to San Luis Obispo. I have family up there, and then I go down to San Diego because I got family down there. So I was always I was just like sleeping on the train, riding on the train. Right. And uh, so he's so then one day he was like, "Boxcar Willie, what are you up to? You know, where where's Boxcar Willie today? Yeah, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing." And uh, so I was like, oh, boxcar pictures. But then, right, and even in this conversation a little bit, like I kept, it, it, it just was a reminder of having nothing. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it, 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 it's like, you know, um, <laughs> it'd be like if you opened up going for a drive pictures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, you're like, I'm leaving and I'm taking the car pictures, you know, <laughs> it's like box car pictures, you know, so that, that needed to die. Gotcha. Like that, gotcha. that needed to go away. Mm. And so it did. And, you know, it, it's so funny. Everybody around here is in a rush to make their own like LLC and their own business. And it's like, why don't you make some shit first? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Make some shit. I, like, <laughs> I mean, I get it for like tax purposes or whatever. The yeah. Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got nothing to tax them. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you just have the LLC, you're chilling in your in your house, and you're like, hey, it's our business. <laughs> you know, it's like fuck. We'll make some, and it's and it's like nowadays, man. Like everybody's got a phone. These lens packages that you can screw on the phones are insane. They're yeah. insane. Yeah. Like can do so much on your own you know Giacomo man like uh, the reason 
because there's a lot of people, you know, that would be related to me or I've been friends with that don't necessarily get in that inner circle. You know what I mean? Same thing with, you know, her, that she, she's got a lot of people in, in, and, but they don't, they don't get close, but these, these people are close. And when I met, um, you know, Giacomo and his wife, I was just like, it was, it was just this, um, it was this weird, weird thing of like, like, um, oh man, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, uh, it's just family. Like, you, you know it, you, you know it like, like when you see it. And, um, he was talking about, we, we had a conversation about, about, um, business and about making something and moving something forward. And I said, well, what do you like to do, man? And he said, well, I like creating. I like, you know, I like making, you know, different creations and different recipes and different things. And I was like, well, is there a limit to that? And he's like, yeah. He's like, so, you know, I I've done acting. And I was like, Whoa. I'm out. Like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I've got a movie on Netflix. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, on Netflix. Get the fuck out of here. And then, it, then I'm like, right, you got a movie on Netflix. Like, in the back of my head, I'm like, right. This thing comes on and, I'm, and he's emotionally connected to the material. He's real. I believe him. When he opens his mouth, I'm like, that's a, that's a, real, that's a real dude having, like, a real situation. Like, this is so dope. Yeah. And I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah. And I'm like, if that guy is just, you know, waking up in the morning and going, I want to tell this story of like my family, my, my Italian heritage and kind of like what's going on in the street and he can go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. Like anybody can, because we got these crazy, you know, devices in our hands where we can, you know, go shoot it. And I, w- I would say that to anybody, like, go make something, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, boxcar's dead. Boxcar's Box dead because, yeah, it was just like a reminder. It was like constantly like having that chip on my shoulder. Like, yeah, this is where I came from. Like, I'm street level, you know? And then I'm no different than the motherfuckers that are trying to sell me street level from their multi-million dollar house. Right, right, right. Like, I'm no different. If I, I keep reliving my past, I'm not about that. I got to look forward to the future. Gotcha. What I wanna and what's the future, Adam? Uh, defamation of character pictures. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. It has a ring to it, huh? Cease and desist films. Lawyer Up Productions. Yeah, I, Lawyer Up Productions. Yeah, yeah. I freaking love that, yeah. dude. Watch your six. <laughs> Watch your six. Um, head on a swivel. Yeah, um, I, uh, I mean, Pretty good, pretty common knowledge. I mean, I'm doing a project with um, RZA right now, um, and my dear, dear friend Brandon Cox, uh, who I love. He says he's a really talented uh, DP. Shout out. Um, I got another. Like I said, I got a project I'm doing with Lynch. Got a project I'm doing with Carnahan. Got a project I'm doing with uh, Navid. Oh, there's another great guy, uh, Navid and Eric. They have this company, Apocalyptic Entertainment. They're just great guys. They produced um, Book of Eli and, oh, yeah. and Rolla. Um, oh, yeah. And just, 
Oh, just great. But like great people, like good to be around. Naveed like really helped me out through a hard time in my life. And he's just a dear friend. It's like those kinds of people. Like you guys got no, like you guys could do anything. Like you guys could go film, film some shit right now. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, you're going to be stuck on a set. It might as well be with people that you know you can grind with, be honest with, get a good story out of it and do it. That doesn't mean a bunch of yes people. It just means like, (laughs) you know, where, you know, where's so-and-so? Oh, is he in a gutter, like passed out, you know, you know, (laughs) yayed out of his fucking mind? Like, you don't want to deal with that. You also don't want to deal with people that are like, these personalities that are like bullies on set and shit like that. It's like, get on, get on tough guy. Like, you know, you don't need any of that. Mm. I, I, and I think you guys got a great thing going. Look, you got the school, got the podcast, got each other. You guys are making creative work. Like use those people, man, get the actors that are in your circle, the directors, the writers, like y'all get together and, and freaking create. Like make it, make mm. stuff, make mm. short films, make features. Like just go shoot it, man. Right on, right on, dude. I have like a list of questions from Adam. We can't <laughs> even get to my boy Adam, not not you, Adam. But um, oh, do rapid Adam. fire. What if you want to do? do I was gonna say, uh, let's do just rapid like, fire for Adam. Not rant. Yeah, yeah. Quick, quick, because he wanted to ask you these, man. So it's I a appreciate challenge it. for you, Adam. Get it. Uh, uh, okay. What? writing principles do you live by bang write write every day Mm. Uh, sometimes write all day (laughs) but definitely write every day and uh number two switch up your uh the way you write so sometimes for me it's dictation sometimes I, i write everything down in a notebook i keep a notebook by the bed sometimes it's sitting down in front of the laptop sometimes it's talking to somebody else who will dictate for me uh, but but do it every day. Right on. Okay. <laughs> it's abroad. How's the industry changing? Um, the industry is changing because everybody's watching movies on these, mm. right? So it's. I think there will always be room for spectacle for the avatars and the Marvels and the DCs and shit like that. But by and large, people are going to be watching it in that format. So we need to make content for that format. Mm. Um, and uh, But story is king. I think the pendulum swung one way with spectacle. And we've been firmly in escapism and spectacle. I think we are at the beginning of a renaissance that was similar to what happened in the 70s. Oh, I, think I hope you're right. Because we've been bereft of individual voices. And now we're seeing people coming out, bang, bang, and they're, they're just coming out swinging. Like Peanut Butter Falcon was one of those. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. go. Uh, the Menu yeah. was one. Triangle of Sadness boom, was another yeah. one. Um, you know, these things where, where people have a voice and they're saying something. Yes. It's not just, you know... Godzilla is taking on King Kong again and knocking over buildings. Who will win? You know, I get so tired. Sorry, this is the only rant. I, I get so tired of these Instagram videos where it's like, did you know in Doctor Strange, his real motivation for going in the multi, like they're uncovering some magical hidden gem in the story. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. Like it's, it's basic story. Like it's just so ridiculous. Anyway. That's where I think I think we're in the middle of a renaissance, and I think that's going to oh, change. 
Exciting. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Do you think uh, Do you think theaters are no longer the place for independent films? You kind of were answering. Yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think it's streaming. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think I do. Like I'm sorry. Like I think. I think it's streaming. I think the whole film festival circuit and getting your film sold at a film festival. I think that shit is dead. Yep. And everybody's gonna be, you know, like fuck you, man. Like whatever. Like we got it. We submitted all these film festivals. <laughs> no, but it is. So people can feel important. And, yeah. You know, do that shit. It's like it fills no purpose but to but to satiate people's egos. That's right. That's it. That's right. You can you most films that are bought at festivals are secretly like walked in there by the studio that ends up purchasing them. That's right. Lionsgate meets up and is like, yo Adam, uh you're I'm your new dad. I adopted you. Hi, nice to meet you. You're so cute. I'm gonna take you to school and drop you off. Just pretend like I'm not your <laughs> and that that's how the sale goes at the film festival Dude. but it's wow. but it's bullshit i think it's streaming i think it's getting your shit online i think it's your you, the power is in your hands which is very exciting it's also very scary mm. people just gotta get up and do it dude it's so fucking good to talk to you bro yeah you don't understand man i feel crazy sometimes but yeah. you're you're speaking yeah, my sitting here ourselves language. just like I don't believe in the film festivals. Are gonna, I'm saying this. Yeah, when we, when we ramble here, it's just good to hear from another voice, dude. Um, dude right? Like, like who's going to the film festival? Oh, come on. To Sundance. It's it's dudes that are looking to find the next Instagram model that they want to bang. Holy it's people that want to go to parties, particularly if you're going to Sundance. The only <laughs> film festivals that are actually worth a damn. I mean, the Venice Italy Film Festival or the Cannes Film Festival, but those are, you know, those are instances where people are secretly backed. Like, right. they're heavy hitters. Right. Would you call Don't Worry Darling an independent film? No. Fuck out no. of here. Like, no way. Yeah. Like, you have Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, in what freaking world is that? And Florence Pugh. In what yeah. world is that an independent yeah. film? Come on, man. You like all these independent films, it's like this new indie darling starring, you know, Will Smith. Get the fuck out of here, man. You know, whereas I'm finding these indies. I mean, I heard about the menu when it, when I saw it online, right? And I was like, what is this? And then I I went and saw it in theaters That's because right. I wanted to give it that, you know. Yeah. And it was dope. Triangle Sadness, same thing. I'm just finding these little gems like popping up and i'm like oh man this is so cool macbeth yeah um, denzel's macbeth yeah oh good yeah. i mean yeah i think that's where it's at you just gotta get your shit online forget right on. this film festival taking pictures and like oh my god okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, right, next. uh you already said <laughs> the... like fuck this guy no no, no man no. no you're speaking oh. to me uh where's the next independent film wave coming from you said that already um, do you see a decline in film quality both in terms of writing and acting? Well, you just kind of spoke on these things percolating now that are that are coming up that are not lacking. I mean, I uh, again, I hate to say the boys. <laughs> yeah, the boys. <laughs> That's your problem. But I man, talk about a, a film that is back in something socially relevant and something that's commercially viable. Like yeah. it's insane, man. And the acting is just like top tier. You know what I rewatched? I'm rewatching now with, um, I'll just call her my wife. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say it, yeah. We just do because, like, partner and girlfriend and all that stuff doesn't, doesn't you know, make any sense. Yeah. Um, with with because she is a daughter, and we we all have been watching Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. And, and yeah. That's it's a perfect. It's a perfect show. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's perfect. The writing, the acting, everything. So I'm seeing gems, and at the same time, I think the majority of what people are consuming are Big Macs and Happy Meals. Like that's that's what we're going for. And people can stress all day and go like, oh, what are you do? You know, are you doing that Martin Scorsese thing where he's poo pooing on Marvel? And it's like, no, nah, man, not really. Um, Christopher Nolan's uh, Batman obviously was layered and had all these, you know, social commentaries and things that were going on. Joker, same, same kind of a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bulk of this shit is just, I loses his parents to an evil dude. He grows up, gets superpowers, gets revenge on the evil dude. The end. Cameo of a big superhero teasing the next thing. Voila. Yeah. I just explained every movie that's fucking out there. Billion dollars. And everybody gets excited because it's that pre-existing IP. You have an emotional attachment to it because you love the comic books and shit like that. But who gives a fuck? Yeah. Nobody's re-watching that shit to like learn, you know, the lessons that they want to pass off to the kids. Right on, right on. Hmm. All right, and what and uh, what is the thing the industry needs to get rid of or add to make it better? Stupid, but like I, I do think, um, uh, I, I think people got to be. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's that's the right thing, dude. Because if I'm thinking about it, I don't want the industry to do anything. Mm, mm. Like, I kind of want the Wizard of Oz to keep pretending like he's a giant head floating in a cloud. I kind of want him to keep doing that stupid shit. Mm-hmm. So I can just do my thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I don't look to Hollywood for answers. Mm. I think that's a problem. I think that's a big problem. I think there's a lot of people going like, Hey, you know, let me in. Like I should, I should sit at the table and I should do this and I should do that. And they're looking for some kind of, uh, somebody to give them like a pass or like, come sit down here from a nebulous. They or him or her that controls everything. There's no gatekeepers. There are gatekeepers. Sorry. That's the wrong, wrong thing. But I, I just, look to that for answers to get better or worse. I look to me mm. like I would make sure that this, that my writing is getting better, that the acting is, is getting better, um, that I'm surrounding myself with the, with killers, uh, you know, that we're getting stuff done. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think Hollywood's going to do its own thing. It's going to continue to push whatever they're going to push. Um, and that doesn't have an effect on me. I'm doing my own thing. Right on. Right on. Man. Covered ground today, huh? Bro. It's been <laughs> special, man. It's been a special one. For me, it's yeah. been real special. Oh, Thank yeah. you. 
for coming on. Dude, you, guys, you guys are awesome, man. I freaking love talking to you. I love it. I love what you said. Do you do you like wake up in the morning and like is it like you get up in the morning, boom, you hit the ground and like pray, or do you just nah. is it like a running thing? Like you just kind of talk. I do that. Like when I drive, I'll talk out loud, mm. and sometimes I'll talk out loud to my future self. And I'll be like, hey, future Adam, throw me a fucking bone. I can't figure this shit out. So when you, you know, remember, Adam, when you get like two years ahead and you figure this shit out, remember to think back on this time. Right. Throw me a bone. Right. <laughs> you right. know? Like, but also, you know, like pray and, and uh, meditate. But like, what do you, is that like a ritual, like a ritualistic thing for you that you do every day? Yeah, yeah I, I got taught, um, I didn't, I didn't, have, I didn't know what like prayer even looked like for a while. And, and, and it would be like me asking for shit a lot. And, and, and I felt like I was, I didn't have no connection. I wasn't really talking to anybody. I was just kind of talking. Lap or something. Yeah. And then, and then I started hitting these devotionals. I learned what they were. And it's like this morning devoting yourself to, you know, to, God and uh yeah I would spend time like I learned like you can just listen in these moments you don't even have to talk you could just you could just really just be present and the presence thing is the thing I think that it and, and it's not every day dog. like honestly I'll roll over I'll hit the phone first and then it'll be an email and I'll say ah oh, shit I forgot to pay that bill or I really got to get on this uh this uh question I, I want to answer for the, the podcast or whatever or I, I want to get my wife this thing or Whatever, whatever the thing is, that's the first thing that hits me. And then I get nervous, fucking anxious. But the thing that always kind of levels me out is a walk with my dog in the morning. I walk my little, my little six pound, uh, sheepoo, uh, Teddy. And I walk him and on the walk, like I love just watching him walk. And he kind of grounds me. And then I, I hit my devotional on the walk and I could just listen. I could sit there and just, just listen. I could just be present. I could wait for something to hit me. And usually something will. And that will like, that's my prayer life right now. Do you and just say, "Hey, fuck off!" Like I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you? Do you? Um, do you and your wife like pray together? My wife. My wife uh, is Muslim, so my wife is. Uh, she's she's just getting into like reading the Quran, and for the first time, like she's she wasn't practicing. Now she's trying to like read about it more, get more involved, and find her her connection to God, and. Uh, I think like she, we were reading it together before I came actually today. She just got her copy in, on it from Amazon, and it's cool, man. Like to see her start to read because it was like obviously a divide in the beginning where it was like, "How's this gonna fucking work?" And All right, we're recording right now. Yeah. All I right, didn't dude. Stop it. Okay, so we lost Adam on Wi-Fi towards the end there, but what an episode, uh, uh, dude! That was awesome. Yeah, that was sick. I feel like. Dude, we covered ground, ground. on ground, man. I felt man. like passion just flowing. Yeah. And, just like and, and you know what's cool? We were able to talk to someone that is in it, and you it's all true. It, it's all true. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say anything. But we're on to something. Bro. You know? So I, it's just, a, it's cool, man. Go check out Adam's films. Yeah, man, man Down, Still Out. I told you it changed me when I saw it. Um, Point Blank's on Netflix right now. He's got he's got other things coming out. Just keep an eye on that. Um, dog, thank Dude. you again for another episode, bro. Of course, man. Love you, man. Always. This is a long one for the first time in a, long, <laughs> yeah, in a long time. It's not good, though, to so, get long form again. You guys enjoy it. Yes, sir. Um, anytime Actors Lab, uh, learn to act, whatever level. Uh -huh. Dallas-Fort Worth area. 
or online consultations. Mm-hmm. com. You are here podcast on Patreon. Patreon.com slash you are here podcast. Best way to support us. Simple as a low as a coffee. Spread the holiday cheer still. Uh, Twitch.tv slash you are here podcast. We're live. We're gaming. We're twitching. We're reacting. It's love. My name is Mike. And I'm signing up. You're so good at this. My name's Dave. I love y'all. Please be kind to yourselves. Please be kind to one another. Bang, bang. You're so good at this.